What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time joining the show, welcome to the show. Like it, subscribe it, leave a comment for the algorithm. Plus, uh, hit that notification bell so you know when we post, but we post every single Friday. I've done said this before. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest this week is Ari Shafir. Love Ari Shafir. Wonderful dude, very funny. Uh, a sweet, sweet man. I'm glad to have him back on the show for the second time. I'm also on tour, baby. That Tito Cheeto tour is coming to you live. Let's go. Come see me, andrewsantino.com. I'm going everywhere. I've listed it 100,000 times. So go to the website. You could see it. We added shows in Portland, in Seattle, in Philly. I'm going to be doing um, Atlanta, San Francisco, Boston, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Ohio, uh, Chicago next year. We're all over the map. Go to andrewsantino.com for tickets. andrewsantino.com for tickets. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's the return of the magician Jew, Ari Shafir. Thank you. He's here. Thank you. Dude, I haven't uh, seen you in so long. I miss you. You're back I, in this shithole that you hate so much that is Los Angeles. I have not seen you in a long time. I, I missed know. you in New York. Yep. Um, heard you had a great time. Got passed to the comedy cellar. It was so notch off your, in your belt. That's you know, great. You know what? I was a brat about it because I even said every time I would go in to Stefano or whoever, like New York friends would be like, don't you want to go down there? And I was always like, nah. Yeah. It was the way that people treat the comedy store here. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I care because I don't want to go through this weird system. I asked Hannibal once before, like when Tommy was still there. Yeah. And I, he was there hanging out, drinking in the, in the, in the that's how long ago it was, um, but in the patio. And, um, and I was like, hey, you should get in here. Like, you know, you'd be a great addition. And he goes, oh, no, man, they, they could invite, I'm, I'm done showcasing. <laughs> like, I'm not letting anybody tell me I'm not good enough for that. But he's kind of, at some degree, you're like, there is a weird line when you're like, don't you know that I'm already at a place? And then when Adam got in there, that was one of the guys he called. That was the <laughs> he, thing that he did. He, he was like, like, hey, we're not doing that. You're in. You should so be here. Here's the number. <laughs> right. Here's the number. It's Mondays. Call Mondays. Well, but I, like, I went over to the cellar and she was very nice. Yeah. And she then afterwards was like very, um, I don't know. There's no word. She was like, how come you, how come you, how come this isn't, I've never, because I did great. And she was like. Why don't you ever come? And I was like, I'm when I'm around New York. Here. Yeah. I, I, when I come, truthfully, I either like hang out with friends and just hang because I don't. F I don't know. Sometimes I just want to do drugs and trade around the city. Yes. The old time of going to New York, I'm like I want to do so many spots in New York, is over. That was yeah. five years in when yeah. it was cool to do comedy in New York, and now it's like, hey, dude, New York's actually a fun as shit town. Yeah. I, just <laughs> I don't want to go party have to be somewhere. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I just want to go party and move around town. I took all of August off just so I could drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did. Uh, my I had a Tuesday like Ari and friend show, and I love as a even that as a launching ground. Like we're all here, let's go. I book drinking guests with, <laughs> like Perfect. I booked Derosa and like all this like Shane. I'm like, I'm making you come now. Let's get started. Yeah, because how many of our friends are sober now? Too many. They're all sober. God damn. Do you want a little snifter or something? By the way, I'm thinking of doing like a taste test. You should pick yeah. one and have one. I'll tell you what. This one's great. It's a it's a go to that I had with a with an really AD good. once that I fucking I didn't know. Have it's you ever a, had one this? of the coolest bottles? JP Weiser's, you ever had that? No. Maybe try that. Crack that one open. Yeah. Do you want ice or no? I can get ice. We can pause for ice. Oh, because of the gay pride parade? Yeah. No. I thought you needed ice, you guys. 
I thought you needed to be cool before you sip. It depends something. what it is. What do you go for? I do ice sometimes. Yeah, but me too. Sometimes, I, but, but I think I'll do this right now without yeah. it. You're you're good enough on whiskey to like. I don't. If they're like, we don't have any ice. Like, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It, like you know, I've, I've I've said this ad nauseum on the show, but like when I went to the Buffalo Trace Distillery, I said to the head distiller, "What's the right way to have it?" Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. It's to your taste. Correct. Ah! However you want it. Yeah. That old idea of like you shouldn't, you should, you shouldn't. The headmaster distiller was like, that's a bullshit, weird internet lie. Yeah. He's like, by the way, nobody used to talk about that until the internet was like, the right way to have a Manhattan. It's like, what do you mean? It's the way I fucking want it. One thing I hate about the internet is with reviews, this is not now internet, this is before social media internet, just like yeah. the reviews you could read. It's like, when you go to this restaurant, you got to get the this. You got to get the chicken piccata. And it's like, that's great. I don't like chicken. Right. So, but I have to get, it's like, there's lots on the menu and we're all having to get this one thing. And it's like, dude, that means 90%. That means 10%. You want something else. And also, yeah. if that restaurant makes that a lot for people, because they read that article, I bet you it's going to be shit at some point. Shitty. They're whipping them out. Yeah. Because they're, you know, you know, there's a place called Jones here that on third that does like a Chinese chicken salad that everybody wants to have. Yeah. And I had it recently and I was like, this tastes like shit because they already pre-made a thousand of them. And they're like, here you go. I literally ordered it and they had it. They handed it to me. Oh uh, yeah, I was like, like oh. that's an issue. Yeah, because they just know they're like, hey, a million morons are going to have this because on because of Yelp or whatever. When I was I was traveling for a while in South yeah. America, and it was uh, it, the one thing to get used to was um, how, how long is this food fucking taking until it hits you? Like it's the freshest food you'll have. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even like I. We talked to a restaurant guy, and he was like, yeah, some Americans came in. It was like, can you? cook for eight of us we only have 30 minutes and he, he said i had to tell them no yeah <laughs> like, 30 minutes yeah, you're out of your mind he's like no. i have to kill the, the stuff yeah i'm going out to pick shit <laughs> literally at a garden he showed to the back he's like, you want no. broccoli i'm getting it yeah uh, where was that in south america ecuador ecuador yeah are you fluent at all in anything it's getting a lot better now it is six months there six meses six meses yeah. do you ever use google translate to people once in a while i would but i was getting better and better at it where i was like trying not to use it as a crutch yeah, but I mean, what? If the, no, I, if I needed something done, like I needed it, then I, I had to go to it. But you like the you like the adventure of maybe fucking up the words. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Good you to see you. you do you, do you like fucking up the words sometimes and, and letting it fly and seeing what happens? I do this thing where I correct the word. I'll, I'll say the wrong word, then I'll correct it, and I I don't understand mm -hmm. that. Uh, let's say I want to say uh, uh um I lived here six months. Like I can't do tense, but like yo vivo aquí para seis meses. But so I'll mess up a word. So I'm like. Yo, uh, yo ves, no, yo vivo, but I won't say no. So I'll go, yo ves desde para um, ocho ses uh, años meses. So it just sounds like I lived, come here six, seven, ten months. How weeks. they talk here. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, yeah. I understand them yeah. now better. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I understand well, because the grammatical tenses rules. and all that shit and what the, way, the way they, I'm not smart enough to know. I took German when I was a kid because, you know. You rooted for their history? 100%. Those guys, yeah. why couldn't they have taken another shot? Yeah. One time, well, they twice were so actually. So close. They were right Couple there. Couple things had to go their way. Das ist nicht gut. <laughs> Dude, I took German because my mom read in some one of those articles years ago that it was like German is because of the tenses, you know, der yeah. die das. It helps the kids de uh, English develop uh, strong as well. Yeah. Which didn't turn out to be true. I was an English minor in college. It's Germanic. Be yeah, because I just think because te you learn tenses and you learn, and then you learn, uh, you know, things have like male, female, neutral, all that shit. And it, it is hard to know. Why is a toilet male? I don't, I don't know that. Why is a sink female? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Table in Hebrew too. Table is 
I forgot. But female? Female, yeah. Right. I don't understand. What is that? For? I don't, like, I never understood where that came from. And you have to match up. But there is no gender to this. It's a fucking bottle of alcohol. That's the fight that you, they should be having in the streets right now of, of uh, they, them, him, her for uh, inanimate objects. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, <laughs> get rid of that. Yeah. And that, then, that's your issue. Because <laughs> that one's annoying to me. I love when they all fight about some fucking gender shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's actually, no bottle is getting mad about this. <laughs> <laughs> the bottle, uh, these bottles are really getting frustrated by calling them um, she's, by the way. We need to rectify all that stuff before <laughs> the world burns. I can't read, if I read more stuff on the internet about, all, about how behind I am with all that. We talked about it on me and Bobby's show. I don't, re- I'm not. I don't know how many new things there are. It's crazy. It's because you like, even like for for anything, but it's for this specifically. You go away for like a week, and you come back, and you're like, now you're like an ignorant. Yeah, you're pe- yeah, you're a piece yeah. of shit. You're like, I don't know. I didn't keep up. What are you supposed to do? Totally disconnect? Because when you go, when you leave the country, kill them all. Kill them all. That's the only way. Metallica. That was that's was that what they were talking about? I think so. When you leave the country, you disconnect, right? Just, the, I tried to. This the, last time I had to do some Zoom podcast. I was going to say, because like, two times ago when you left, you texted, we texted and you said, I'm going to be going, I'm out for a while. And then I didn't talk to you for a long time. And then I feel like this more recent time, you didn't have a choice because COVID shit. COVID shit, I was trying to like keep it going. And I was like, I'm going to be gone for a while. while. And also when I left, it was a Halloween of last year. Uh-huh. There was still that thought of like, I might not ever come back. We don't know how bad this winter is going to get. Oh, yeah. It might be the end of everything. That we, we were like put all our stuff in storage like there's a chance that's it so like, what do you, you keep your apartment and then you just left the apartment oh really gave up the apartment kept a few things in storage gave up the furniture gave up everything pretty what? much and then just like I think we're coming back but you, you forget all the little parts of COVID you know yeah that first week where you're like it's the end of everything if they don't if the food trucks stop coming in it's gonna be mayhem <laughs> you know <laughs> no one's allowed to go out <laughs> before like no the food trucks will come like how though Wh- won't they get it too <laughs> it's a death sentence <laughs> I feel like it. Did you do the? Uh, did you do the fucking vaccine? Oh, I'm a strong anti-vaxer. You're big time anti-vax guy. Big time. And so, but it's not that I, I'm just against anti-vax. Like a lot of these fucking pussies. I believe that no one should take it. So what I've done is I've taken everyone else's. I've taken over 77 vaccines to no make shit. sure no one else gets it. That's actually really smart. My dog has gotten 35 vaccines. That's even more smart. That thing will live forever now. Dude, good for you. Keep yeah. pumping it in yourself. Yeah. I just been doing push-ups to fight it. Smart too. I do as many push-ups as I can, and I know it'll go away. I heard racism cures COVID too, so I'm trying to go into only, that. Only only one strain. <laughs> only one strain of COVID can be cured by racism. Fuck. Yeah, it's BL, B, BLK strain. The BLK oh, really? strain. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna look it up. I didn't realize you were drinking glass. No, no, but there's a new. But there is because my dad, my dad has to get surgery, which we're all kind of weirded out about. You know, it sucks. And Vaginal he, reconstruction? Uh, it's actually penile reconstruction after a post-op vag mishap. <sighs> we sued, and we won $36 million. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah they fucked up. They fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up. They gave him two clits, and... <laughs> That's the wrong guy. He can't even find the first one. It's insane, you know. So he... No, he's getting surgery, and the poor man, he's, not, he's like, not supposed to be around anybody. You know, my parents are in the Midwest. You think you're going to tell Midwest people, like, you can't see... They're like, COVID's... You know, it's not, it's around, but you know, we're not going to get also, it. Also, the more rural you get, they're like, we're not around a lot of people. It, it, it's like, it's like when you try to tell somebody from like Appalachia it's, about yeah. trans stuff and they're like, eh, I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. They're I've like, never even seen one. They're like, there's some people that were born a man that identify, want to identify as a woman. They want to make a transition to a woman. They're like, like a transformer, like a movie. 
Also, what does identify mean? What's it, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> what I call silly. you or what the world thinks of you? What if they get really intellectual about it? Yeah, you're like, oh. You mean socially in your group specifically or the way that people refer to you on the internet or in other I'm bases? I'm a professor of pharmacology <laughs> over at Alabama <laughs> University. <laughs> Dude, you know who, by the way, speaking, I got uh, mushrooms last night from Oh, I heard. Two nights ago. got them now. It's probably about a terrible thing to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I rarely say lose something from a podcast, but like that is true. We'll cut that part. Yeah. We'll say this. I got mushrooms last night from a guy that we know. Yeah, okay. Should I take them? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was talking about fentanyl now. Uh-huh. Um I just went to a music festival and then Is it that prevalent by the way? So I went to a music festival. These people next to me, Bonnaroo got canceled, and then uh we ended up finding another festival and some Bonnaroo people went there. With, uh. with like they were like we got our drugs we're ready to go you know uh, so these people next to us bought some coke and the guy's like I have really good coke like we want to test it first which I assume meant just test it to see if it's good that's where my mind went yeah me too sniff some and then they went into the room and like it's pure it's, and it's really good according to the thing and then they bought some acid from a witch and, uh, and they're like that is 100% not acid do not trust that witch what is it then it was uh, um, fuck I remember that uh, Embro. What is that? It's a it's a synthetic Molly. It, oh, so it's so it's lab. It's like it's lab Molly. Something else. Yeah, we had to look up what that was. None of us had heard of it. Can you die? No, you're just not getting what you're getting. Um, um, so after that, after they told me that, I was like, oh shit, this is like maybe I should get tested, kids. I do take a lot of drugs from people I don't know. You I. Know? I, now I feel, especially what happened in the comedy community, right. people that don't know, people, somebody, a few comics passed away from fentanyl in Coke, right? In Coke, Is that yeah. what it was? So I got out of that festival already thinking like, shit, I should get, and then I got that news getting out of the festival. Fuck. And it's like, I'm getting a, I'm getting a tester. I've, uh, the testers for cocaine are what? They're just like, it's just like, like pH strips, right? That kind of same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the problem with testing acid is you need to waste a whole tab which generally you don't have that many tabs. Coke is just like you take a little bit of Coke out. Barely anything. Yeah, a pill, just cut off a little tab. Sometimes you do it at music festivals. This, the festival itself will do it for you. And I think you. they should, though. 100%. We're still living in the time where it's like, don't give out condoms to kids. It'll make them have sex. <laughs> They're still living like that. Yeah. <sighs> just in case. Yeah. You don't want to promote that kind of behavior. Hey, I came to this string cheese show. What do you think I'm going to do with this fucking <laughs> yeah, thing? Exactly. Come on, dude. Knit? Yeah. The idea that people aren't going to use drugs has gone by the wayside. They do need to accept the fact that they should be testing freely at those festivals. Be like, come it's test your shit. Happening. Please. Yeah. Also, by the way, they should have dosage tents. Dosage tents. Be like, hey, you're, be informed. If you came to this festival and you don't really use a lot, maybe you should know what you should be using. Dude, me and so, so I got, I got a fan gave me a, a brownie, you know, mm -hmm. edibles a little bit. Yeah. Give me a 1,500 milligram brownie. No thanks. Yeah. Right away, no thanks. This, I mean, this big. There's nope. just zero chance you can cut off the sliver to get the right amount. No. Nah. I gave one to uh, to Joe Harari. I'm like, you know what this is, right? Because, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Oh, let me see. Another waitress, and she gave it back to me. She's like, actually, I thought about it. I don't want. So anyway, we walked to the cellar. I'm with Soder. I was like, you want a 1,500 milligram brown? I hate wasting, you know? Yeah. And he goes, no. And then this other guy, I forget who it was, but like, he goes, I'll take it. I'm like, do you know edibles and stuff? Like, you sure? He goes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, okay. Like, 1500. He's like, okay. He's like, and they took it. And he goes, I've always wanted to try an edible. Oh, and no. Me and Soder were like, nope, <laughs> no, no, nope, no. you're not allowed. <laughs> he's like, well, dude, you don't know what you had in your hand. 1500 mils? It's, re it's retarded. When I, so for me, it's like um, over the years of testing my tolerance, to me, uh, people can make fun of it all they want. Over 30 for me, 
is not necessary for me. I don't need it. People yeah. need it. I get it. But for me, when I get around 30 to 50, I'm like, yeah. I'm breathing too. I'm like, my, my, the racing, I don't the like the racing. Chips, when you cut them in half, that's what used to be the right dosage. Cut them in half, uh-huh. one of each, and there's two to a pack. So you're talking about four trips. I think they were 50 each. That's a and lot. That was like UFC. It'll last you from before it starts till the till far dinner. end. Yeah, see, that's too much. Yeah. For me, 2025 is like, it's a perfect little number. So Diaz has okay. gone way, way back. Pulled it way back. Oh, really? So he said he smokes right before bed. That's all he smokes. No. He pulled it way back. Jersey calmed him down, huh? And he goes, edibles, I don't do them. Like, you don't do edibles? No, maybe like 80 at a time. I'm like, that's still more than anyone, Joey. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so- still more than anyone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's your nothing? That's your coasting? 80. Well, you know what that's like? I think I read somewhere that said the equivalent of 10 milligrams in an edible is pretty relative to a joint, to smoking a joint. One joint. Yeah, about, give or take. It's about the same, depending on the potency. But like, that's yeah. the average. So you think about that. You're like, couldn't you sit and smoke eight joints back to back? I'd be exhausted, first of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your throat would get scratchy. With joints, though, you reach a, you know when you get a power up on a video game mm-hmm. and you're already at, hundred. It didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. That's at exactly some point, you right. just stay. <laughs> yeah, I know. But with edibles, it does more than that. No, see, I don't like. That's why I don't like it because at edibles, you'll hit a little tier, and then if I hit another tier, I'm like, ooh, man, how much higher am I gonna go? With the joint, I know I've leveled. Once I get my highest, I've leveled. We were uh, at a UFC once. Me and Mayhem Miller. Oh yeah. And we'd taken too much, and we're in the back, and so you're in like the back of the MGM or whatever arena it is, and mm-hmm. you're like, and so we're there with. Dana White, the King of Queens. Wait, who? The uh, guy from the show? Yeah. Why can't I think? Kevin James. Kevin James, who I was the same manager as Rogan. Rogan's manager at a time when I desperately needed a manager, so I like, want to impress him. Yeah. Rogan's manager's assistant, who's now his full manager. Right. And like I think um, Randy Couture. Whoa. And they're all talking, and we're flying. <laughs> and I know enough to know I don't look like I'm flying. Right. <laughs> you just got to keep your mouth shut. And mayhem too. And we're both just like every like two, three minutes, we like want to join in. And then you look at the other guy and the other guy was strong enough to go. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 yeah. don't, don't. And then I would do it. <laughs> yeah. I always take breaths when I'm too baked and I'm around people and I know I'll just take a breath because typically, you know, my instinct, I'm allowed, I'm going to talk right away. Yeah. But when I know I want to say something, I usually go. And that's like my register. And then I'm like, no, don't say it. Not necessary. If I take a deep breath and I go, is this going to land and be worth it? And then nine times out of 10, you're like, no, no, no. You end up wanting to try to talk just to convince people you're not high. But it's like, just be quiet. They'll know you're high. It, it's like those guys who cheat and then they go out of the way to, to tell you how they had cons- just a, a meeting with a girl that, that, that nothing happened. <laughs> it's like, don't even bring her up. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It was lunch. Yeah, so I had lunch with the chick, and it was just like, you know, whatever. We were just like, I was an old friend from high school. And it's like, what are you flailing? <laughs> no, I don't. But do, dialing back to the this dosage conversation, I'm really, I really do believe they should have. I'm a, I think we should push to have dosage measurements and inf- information tents at concerts. They should be yeah. telling people, hey, if you want to be informed, if you're going to do drugs, here's kind of some stuff you need to know. Not like a dare program, but like a genuine, hey, man, this is our suggestion. Take it or leave it. Here's right. what we think is going to make you so the night better for you. In Australia, they do that. So you, you drop off a pill. They chisel, chisel off a little bit. And they're oh. like, we'll text you in an hour or two. What? That's so, amazing. Yeah, you get there on Thursday. You can't go right away. You have to wait a little. Set up your tent during that right. time, whatever. Right. And generally, they're like, yeah, that's um, about whatever it is. You're pr- almost always, you're getting what you thought it was. Right? So you've lost a tiny bit. But then they give you this big red text 
throw away right now. That's fentanyl. Damn. And I mean, like, it would have killed you. you have know? you come across that? No. I don't mm-hmm. know anybody that has. It's getting worse, I think. Is it? I think so. All the shit that's coming from Baja, so California specifically, is getting all the dirty shit. That's what I hear. Well, also, Fahim and I talked about it. Fahim Anwar, Fahim's great comic. huge drug addict. Big drug addict. Fahim, uh, can I just say this really quickly? Say it, please. I, I wanted this to happen. I've never known anyone who has taken mushrooms who has not already take, smoked weed. Fahim and Natan either, and I was like, you saved that, Fahim. Yeah. Because I want you to be the guy, and we did it. Yeah? He took mushrooms before he smoked weed. How fun was that? It was so fun. Then he thought about his parents' mortality. Then he fucking <laughs> spiraled. Sunk. Then he came back up when we saw a um, what's that painting where the guy's like, like um, like uh, oh, oh, devouring yeah. the woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why can't I think of that? Um, God damn yeah, it! I, I can it see it. I physically see it too. Uh, what is the painting where the guy's? Yeah, he's and like she's like shying away from him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like crumpled over, like eat, basically eating her. Eating her. Yeah. Yeah. And me and him and Benji were, I mean, laughing like we've never laughed at, just dying, <laughs> spitting shit up, and just like, yeah. He's, he, he goes, he said to me, uh, I said about the fentanyl stuff, we had a phone conversation about how sad and scary it was in the community to lose people. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, even though I didn't know those people, I'm not going to pretend that I did. Blanton's so good. But I said to him, I feel like it's more real than we know, or am I dumb? Or uh, And he goes, he goes, it feels like, um, razor blade in the Snickers bar for Halloween, like where you know it exists, but you're like, how yeah, how no relevant way. is it? By the way, that never existed. I know. Yeah, but that but you heard it enough that you're like, it how did sh- I hear it sh- so much? But, you could have said back then in the '80s, you're like, no, nah, it doesn't exist. You're like, you're way wrong. I know someone who knows somebody. Right, right. Um, but it, it must have happened some way, or it must have been some kind of diabolical thing that parents, you know, it's like very much. Uh, we should start doing it this year, though. Razor blades? Because no one will expect it. But here's what I've tried. I have. And, and Reese's, you can do it because the packaging's big enough. And you get... Yeah. Right, and it slides underneath. Not pieces. Cups. Cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other bags, you can't do it in. We've tried. Trust me. Oh. And I've even gotten mini blades. <laughs> <laughs> what they have in the Halloween aisle? <laughs> <laughs> right next to the fun pack. <laughs> One-stop shopping. <laughs> <laughs> For, like it's for ghouls and ghosts, for for geeks and freaks, for psychos, <laughs> for, for psychos and local murderers. Scary. I mean, it does go with the theme, murdering children. Yes. It really does. Yes, you got to lose a few every year. No, I think I think it was when he said that to me. I I thought that's such a great analogy. Was yeah. that real when we were kids? And then he said, "It's got to be because enough people he knew he was saying had friends that were like, no, I do know somebody that this similar thing happened to them.' And then Fentanyl. so yeah, so I got into my Google day. I got into the Google afternoon of like got stoned and like zoned into trying to find out everything about it. The one thing I think may or may not be true is cartel will sabotage another cruise shit to to acquire that territory. By like you can't trust any of their stuff. You made it all worthless. Well, here's the other side of this. Corked. This is really what it's. This is really their angle. Whether or not this is real, they would say when someone ODs on fentanyl, the cops will go right to the the people that are partying and they'll go. Where'd you get the drugs from? You think they're going to protect someone when their friend is dead? Fuck no. They're like, Steve. Steve gave us the fucking coke. Right. And Steve's going to panic and go, I got it from Dan and this other guy, and here's his number. Those guys don't want to be caught up in this web of that guy's dead, and I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this is a fuck, maybe this is not real in this circumstance, what we just know happened, but the, a fucked up cartel move or a local distributor move is to eliminate those people from that territory because they're going to be on the run from the cops. These people take over. In here... We pour whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Squeaky doors, clogged sinks, finicky engines when things 
break around the house. You take care of it. However, when something's off in the bedroom, you try to just not think about it. Ignore it, right? Come on, man. What are you waiting for? Take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey right now. Roman, baby. This is the way to fix that problem. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for your ED uh, from all the comfort and the privacy of your own home. Uh, Listen, Roman's going to help you get that uh, rocket launched again. You know, get the rumbling down there again. Cape Canaveral, shoot it off into space. This whole process is straightforward and discreet. A licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. The medication is appropriate. It ships you free with two-day shipping. A lot of guys don't want to admit the fact that, you know, the engines don't run like they used to. That's fine, dude. You got an old car, but you got to tune it up. Get it started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. So do yourself a favor for yourself and for your loved one. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Now you'll get $15 off your first month. That's good. It's really time to take care of your ED. And remember, get started today and you'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment at GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Fellas, the sport of business means demanding excellence from your craft and wardrobe. Your fits need to be versatile, blending timeless style and comfort so you look as good as you feel for that. There's Cuts Clothing. I love Cuts Clothing. Let me say something to you. They've sent me a bunch of stuff, and I really do enjoy it. Their shirts are phenomenal. Whether it's for the boardroom, the bedroom, the gym, wherever you are, you don't settle for some other shirt. You got to go with Cuts Clothing. They make shirts, polos, hoodies, crew crew sweatshirts, And they're made for the man who works hard, plays even harder, and never settles for less. All in the sport of business, my friend. The plain tee is phenomenal. Uh, But I'm a big fan of the polo. I love that polo, dude. It's so cool. Uh, The wrinkle-free peak-up polo design keeps you fitted for the office, the golf course, at home, the gym, or your next hot date, dude, if you're running around town. This new Cuts hoodie is also beautiful because cold weather is a coming. They got that Hyperloop French Terry fabric, like a French Terry fabric, baby. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. You really should try it. The end result, what they got over there is GQ Magazine calls the only shirt worth wearing. Dude, they make great clothing. Each piece uh, is designed with custom-engineered fabric, expertly graded for the perfect fit. And I got to tell you, it is. It really is. You got to try it for yourself. I really do love their shirts. Not just a lifestyle, it's not just clothing, it's office leisure apparel for the sport of business. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash whiskey. That's cutsclothing.com slash whiskey for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Cutsclothing.com slash whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. Dude, I took Molly once at... um. At uh, it was with Rogan when we used to go to like nightclubs mm-hmm. before he was like this famous. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the only way I could handle going to a Vegas nightclub. You yeah. have to be on Molly. Performance yeah. enhancing drug. Yeah. And uh, they get black. You can't hear anything. You, you, yeah. yeah. And then they're like at two o'clock. Like when is this closing? They're like oh, it's Vegas. Doesn't it? like. Fuck. <laughs> right. When is it over? Yeah. Never. But I was tripping so hard and it was getting so much. That I started having the like maybe I've OD'd. You know, mm-hmm. um, to get those thoughts in there. This I'm is better. Too much. I'm better at it now. I'm like, I didn't. I just know now I didn't. Right. But like back then, I didn't. And I remember texting myself, "I got this from Sandri, Sandro Daniels." Well, I changed his name, <laughs> but like, that's not, that's not, his that's name. not the name. Yeah, but like, uh, just so like, if I die, they should find out who fucking did that this. That is to really me. funny. That <laughs> yeah. should be a name tag too. Who I got my coke from? Uh huh. Just like you have to put that on as soon as you're like, hey man, in case I'm down, <laughs> this is who I got my coke from. Yeah. 
Coke name tags, please. Everybody put Coke, them on. Come on, come on. Label them. That should be your merch. That should be my merch. That is actually really good merch. Coke, who I got my Coke from, and then uh-huh. a blank, like an old gym shirt when you have to write in your name. Remember those days? Write it in, yeah. yeah. My yeah. name is Slim Shady. That's yeah. what I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sharpie it in. I feel, because I feel like now when I, I don't really what do, do, you do. I don't do much anymore. Weed and mushrooms is it for me. Weed, mushrooms, and the sauce. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just so not into taking stuff. Here's the problem. When we become, when you become comics, when you start, people give you stuff, and I, we used to take probably everything. And now you can get stuff, and I'm weary because I don't, not that you don't trust people, but you don't trust people. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know that guy. Like, I'd like to party with you, but I don't know you. And I'm a little bit more regiment about it. Like, when I do anything, I just want to be around people. Like, if you and I went to go do something, fine. It's an environment I'm familiar with, protected, da 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 da. I just don't want to end up, I ended up one night giving the wrong stuff to her way stronger. Yeah, or, like, dude, one night I was in, like, Billings or something on one of those triple runs, and I was by myself, and I went out to a local bar and did whippets and took something from somebody that I shouldn't have taken, and I woke up under a pool table, and this guy was like, oh, man, you were out, out. Yeah. I was like, I would have just died, and they would have just shuffled me under a pool table <laughs> in fucking Billings, Montana, <laughs> yeah. and it hit me. I was like, dude, I shouldn't have done I mean, I should have been a now little bit more Now the problem is they're not just giving it to a comment. They're giving it to Andrew Santino. Yeah, and that's way more fun for them. Right, to say right. like this something, but instead of like, oh, this guy's cool, you want to share some? Right. Well, I'll just, for the record, I'll say, anybody who gives me something, there's a 40% chance I take it, and a 60% chance I give it to someone. Someone else. So like, if you're dosing me, you're dosing just a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> just know. Do you think people try to dose you after you dose Bert? Do you think that was like, do you think I was people- I was worried about it. Yeah. Because we had a talk around around New York. Like, Gomez was like, I'm going to try to, like, dose Ari. And I'm like, Gomez, listen, I did it once. It was probably a mistake, but it was fun. If you do it a second time, it's going to be a nonstop thing. Correct. So don't. Once you start it, it's never going to stop. Yeah. Uh, so I was for sure. I was like, for a while, I was like, I can't. It's over. But you rectified the situation with him. I mean, with it was. Bert, yeah. yeah, it was fine. Oh, yeah. Him. <laughs> His wife is not great on me. She hates you still, huh? Hates me. Really? She already hated me. Did you do stuff? Yeah. yeah. She's from Alabama. I get it. I get it. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to argue with society. It's innate. It's like built in. I was at a Halloween uh, two two years ago, I guess. So yeah. right after that. And I was at a bar. It was some fucking Halloween show. We ended it sober October that year. And so it was like, we all decided like, it's Halloween night. Go for it. We decided it's over right now. Yeah. Um, I think Rogan had an anniversary and we're all like, we're done working out. Like, so I was like, sweet. I took acid and and and, and, and uh, edible. I just went for it. But everyone at the bar, because that had just happened, at the bar among cool people, you know, mm-hmm. they were like, What do you mean it's Molly? I don't get it, Bert. <laughs> among his fans, like, he could have died. <laughs> like fucking dorks. <laughs> Everybody from London is like, it's a standard party drug. What are you yeah. talking about? You mean you just gave him a handshake? So we're at the bar, and instead of simply saying, Hey, I'm a fan, that people just go like like go like this. In front of me. <laughs> and I'm like, I just saw this thing happen. I'm like, guys, I don't just dose everybody. They're like, come on, Ari, dose me. Dose me, dude. <laughs> dose me is great. Yeah. The idea of people trusting you enough because they want to have so much fun, they're like, dude, slide your drink in front of Ari. He'll dose you, dude. <laughs> what if I was just Johnny Appleseed with fucking. <laughs> you get a dose. You get a dose. You get a dose. Come on, step right up. Are you, d- so now you're, I'm, I'm just on the natural weed or mushrooms. Are you still Flying free? Have fun. You will. Yeah, pretty much anything. I'm still. What won't you try? I'm scared, and I I'm not gonna say I won't. I want to, but I'm frightened of it. Final frontier. Ayahuasca? No, I did that in Ecuador. What's the final frontier? The H? Yeah. Yeah, the big dog. Heroin. 
See, you know what's funny? Some people say that they're more scared of doing ayahuasca because fucking the mental effect. With because heroin, you got to face yourself. Yeah. I'm perfect already, so it's, it would have no effect on me that you way. You think so? I know so. You got a bunch of flaws. I'm going to email you later tonight. <laughs> okay. A multi-page document. See, for some reason, heroin to me, I like. I understand because it's such a it's such a body thing. Not a well, I don't know. I've never done it. There's no negative reviews of heroin. Yeah, there hasn't been yet. But ayahuasca, there's been a pretty good amount. I've have had you, some have friends. You done that are, it? No, not yet, and I want to. Neil has Neil Neil goes all the time. So I'm. I'll let you know now. I'm going to organize. I already got one guy in, our buddy. Where are you going to do it, it? Where I did it before. Where South America. Okay. In the Amazon. You know, they do them up here now, too. Sure. They got like a shaman by the beach. Great. No, that's fine. You don't want to do that yet? No. I'm going where Did they you cry? Come. So much. See, I feel like I'll cry forever. The crying wasn't what I was worried about. What I was worried about was the barfing so much that it would, like hurts, or what I was warned about was projectile diarrhea. On someone else. Just, I, I just nonstop <laughs> just spraying it with. See, I don't mind about the bodily stuff because I think it's part of the agreement that you're all like, look, it's going to be weird and gross and upsetting. Just clean it, yeah. For me, the, the, the incessant crying to me is like a... You ever, had someone, you ever had a friend die and then it didn't hit you at the time and then a month, two months, three months, maybe a year later, it hits you so hard, it, it like... You've been bottling it or something? Yeah, but you feel like you might go to a mental hospital. Like I was just driving and I like broke. And then I, had, like, I went to like a restaurant to go get food to go and I couldn't even get my food. My brain was broken. All I could think about was this guy. And it just came out of me. I was sitting in my car, and I just it wouldn't stop almost because I felt like it was just layers of emotion. and I, It was strange. And I feel like that's going to happen to me for sure with Iowa. Yeah, my Irish Catholic. I've been shoving shit down yeah. for fucking 40 years. You know when you fill up a glass, and it goes to the top, and you keep filling it drop by drop, and it goes like over the edge, but it but doesn't spill yet. Mm -hmm. It's above the edge, and then one more drop, and it all falls out. Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it's not one drop falls out. Many, many drops all fall out. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's me in a glass. I was watching Spanglish. Like years after Freddie Soto died, the the, Sp the Sandler movie, mm -hmm. yeah, forgot he was in it. And yeah, then he just appeared, and I just like ran out of the room crying. And my chick at the time was like, "What the fuck?" Like I love it. I love <laughs> Sandler, dude. He's fucking. He's an icon. He met this lawnmower guy. I forgot he was in that movie too. Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen that movie in so long. Who's the girl? She's the one that looks like the hot one, but is not the hot one. It's one. Yeah, right, right. It's the other one. What it's, is her name? Chick from looks like the chick from Desperado. Right, but is not. But it's not the chick from Desperado. It's her name is, uh, but she's got the great, a little lift accent, right? Her name is B plus. B plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they ranked us. <laughs> D minus. Yeah. A D minus man and a and, an a, and a B plus woman. <laughs> Every sitcom. I do like that though. That they're like it's always a hot chick and an ugly guy, and you're like for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't want the I, hot guys. Uh, no. But also, look at those sitcoms, right? It's always, oh, oh hot chick with an ugly guy. Why is she with him? The, the chick does not work, and the man does. <laughs> You're my dad. The King of Queens wife just was just there when he got home from UPS every day. Yeah. Banana bread's not, you know, whatever the fuck it is. Banana bread's not done yet. He's like, well, I'm hungry. No snacking on chips. And then he has to sneak chips into the yeah, other yeah, room. Yeah. And they're always nags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't ever make them human and normal enough. If they made a little more money, they'd be like, hey, bitch, we're done. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you half. We're over. <laughs> That's the show. Hey, bitch, we're done. Hey, bitch, we're done <laughs> on CBS. Another divorce every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think now TV is getting to a point when they're learning. That's why you don't see those shows as much anymore. I think they know people don't want don't want to see that thing anymore. Yeah. I think like they they had a formula for way too long. They made so much. I put up a video on my Instagram last week about production companies. Yeah, and like 
you'll drive by a production company in the valley and you'll go, I've never heard of this. And you'll go, they sold one thing. You'll look it up. They sold one thing. And now that's all they do. And they have they, that's they have all the money in the world from the one thing. You looking for a newbie? Yeah. That's a special sauce. That's that's homemade. Smell it, see if you like it. What do you mean it's homemade? It's a little it's a little homemade brew. You made it? It's or not you me. mixed a bunch of leftovers. No, a friend a friend of mine made that. Did he mix a bunch of leftovers or did he actually make it like No, that's real. You probably won't like it. Weird smell. Mm. Heaty. Or plasticky? I mean, it's old. It can't be old. Stuff lasts forever, doesn't it? I see Walking Dead. How did he die on Santino's podcast drinking old PD shit? <laughs> the guy was literally telling him, I, I, I don't, my friend made this, and he's still going for it. He's crazy. You, you might not like it. It might be. The smell. It's is bad? Unique. Yeah. Uh, we were talking to uh, this, at a nice restaurant, a friend of mine. It's from the barrel, by the way. The barrel is what you're smelling. Yeah. So whatever shitty barrel he added in. She, I asked her, like, you know how when they ask you to drink a glass of wine? So it was one of those sommeliers. Yeah. So I was like, uh, so I was just talking to her. Who I don't trust, by the way. You don't trust them? No. I think they're faking it. What do they know that you don't know that other people know? I don't get it. You can learn as much as you know about the process of wine, right? But how come some people are like, this wine is so good, and they're like, oh, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised how cheap it is. Right, right, right. Two buck chuck. Yeah, like, I don't. I just don't trust it. I think wine is is subjective, like comedy to some degree. It's like it's got. I mean, it's got to be what you're. The best wine, yeah. The best comics, we all agree, is the best. Well, so she's what she what they're telling you is you're like, hey, I want to I want a kind of a soda. What do you got? And you're like, well, there's like a lighter one. It's a Sprite, and then there's like a, like a more caffeinated one. It's darker. That would mm. be a Coca Cola. Like they're giving you like, what are you into? And I'll help. I'll guide you. I know, but I'm like, this is cola at the end of the day, isn't it? Um, Anyway, I asked her, I'm like, hey, I, when I do the thing where they give you a little bit, I just go, just fill it up. I, I'm not going to. I'm going to drink I'm it. I'm never going to send it back. Nope. Is that wrong? She goes, no, it's not. What they're asking you to do is to see if it's like gone bad. Not if it tastes good or bad, but if it's gone bad. See, I feel like, the, how come we don't have technology that knows that already? See, shit, exactly. Just put a thing in it. It's like, it's Isn't good. there a thing that just goes, hey, this went shit? Uh huh. Because we just had that. My, my lady was in, uh, we, were, we were having it at a nice restaurant, and <clears throat> the, it was not cheap. And she t- took a sip and she goes, am I fucking, am I crazy? And yeah, she slid it to me, and I was like, Oh, that tastes like shit. Right. And she doesn't want to do it because she's too sweet. And I turned to the woman and I was like, excuse me, I don't want to be a, a jerk, but I think this is bad. That's how you have to and, say it. And, and I was like, I know this is annoying or whatever. And she goes, not at all. Doesn't fuck. She goes, it doesn't come out of my paycheck. That's what she said. And she's right. Servers don't give a fuck when right. you go. I always take a look down on you, but you're right. They don't give a fuck. Dude, I served for years when someone was like, the only way I was upset was when someone would like eat something and then eat a lot of it. And I'd check twice and they'd be like, I don't know. I don't. This is like cold, and you're like, you yeah, fucking it's, it's ate it. Play for an hour. Yeah, you uh, fucking ate it, dude. It's homeless food now. <laughs> like, of course, it's not good now. But yeah, we're gonna comp it, and I'm sure I'm gonna take it away. But also, say something immediately. Right away. Be an adult. Just tell me. I ordered the Brussels sprouts. This is a steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's way off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just I'll eat hate it. Hate to be it's a jerk, fine. but like. Uh, <laughs> but obviously, this is eggplant parmesan. But I asked her about the the skunky stuff. Like, if it has gone skunked or whatever, mm-hmm. it's gone bad. I'm like, what do you? Because it's a really. Uh, it's a bad smell. It's bad. And she goes, she was doing taste tests with her with her staff. And she was like, what do you think of this? What do you think? Of? And then she slid in one of the skunk ones. They're like, mm, unique, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, no, terrible. But okay. But see, t- that's how, I don't know. Maybe the sommeliers are more real than I know, but I also, I'm doubtful for some reason. Yeah. Like I, wa- I watched that documentary, Sour Grapes. Do you, do you ever that's see that? That's a sommelier documentary? It's about the biggest uh, wine uh, oh, fake. duping in the history. Yeah. A guy was making fake shit. And these rich, famous people who are big in the wine world, who are like, they're wine experts. Not sommeliers, but they themselves yeah. collectors. None of them could fucking tell. 
Like when James Bond's like, mm, 68, what chart, whatever. Mm. You know, like, uh, he's Bo- a, he's Bordeaux. A fake character. Yeah. Yeah. 78 Bordeaux. Yeah, I love, that, I love that those guys lost their money in a fucking scam. 100%. Like, Try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's like there's an actor. I talked about this. There's a guy who just got, um, who's getting sued for $650 million of uh, stealing funds in a pyramid scheme here in Hollywood. The best part. After, at first, I was like, what a dildo, this guy. It's a Ponzi scheme. But then you realize who he's taking money from. Rich people. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Yeah, it's, what's the name? People lost their homes. I'm like, people lost their mansions. Yeah. <laughs> so so what? With. I'm yeah. totally fine yeah. with that. Yeah. Also, those people, just like Elon Musk used to say when, they, when he lost his first million and they were like, were you scared? He's like, no, because I knew I could make another one. Wow. I was like, that's how those people think. He was like, a million dollars. I definitely can make another million. I already made it once. There's no way I can't do it again. But the average American goes, you lost a million dollars? You out of your mind? This psycho's like, yeah. what? I didn't even anticipate earning some shitty little million. Yeah, yeah, I want 500 million. But that was the same idea as like, this guy was getting so much investing that he acquired 650 million and they still were giving it to this guy without product. Wow. That's how good he was. Wow. I know. Give this guy a fucking job. Give him a medal at least. Something. Remember Michael Milken? I made my before your time. I was young and he got arrested for insider trading. Mm-hmm. And he took job offers and interviews from prison. They're like, yeah. you'll be out in a year. We want you. You're so fucking good. Yeah, because they know that it worked. Yeah, you know the system. Right. Merrill Lynch is probably calling like, listen, bud, we need to get you. All right, I'm going to wait for this taste. Drum roll. It's, it's, listen, I would have loved it if I want, I, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watered down, sweet in a way that's like. It's bad. It's not good. He tried. Nobody drinks it, by the way. That's why it's in that glass. God damn. I was ready for it to be like, look, mm-hmm. I don't care. But I nah. can't. He'll never see this. Good. He's dead. Oh. <laughs> dead guy's brew. You're like, man, I'm sorry, dead guy. Did you do this? This you might like. Try that. Rakels? Yeah, you might like that. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm sure everybody, all the other whiskeys are like, oh, you're following that? That's the easy one to follow. It doesn't matter. None of this stuff matters. This is all for fun. You're a lot, and then and you got a little bit of um, kombucha in there. You know I never drink that. That sits in the fridge. Really? Yeah. Do you love kombucha? Not that kind. What is that? Is what, what flavor? No, 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 no. Good, because it's shitty. Get the <laughs> fucking GTs. This June Shine is not good. <laughs> it's sour. By the way, a June Shine uh, guy that works at the company now is probably a big fan and was like, oh, we were we were thinking about sponsoring the show. Yeah, well, guess what, June Shine? Fucking make a lateral move over to GTs and work with something you can have some fucking uh, 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 morals for work for. There it is. What's, G- what's GT? I don't drink that stuff, so I know nothing about GT's it. GT's kombucha. It's the one you know. It's the one I see all the time. Yeah, that's the one that people have. Yeah. He's the one that got us started. Like, I think white people want to drink this. Like, I mean, it- how, but how did we sucker, they sucker everybody into it? GT it, did it. It tastes fine, by the way. It's for the health. You think you're getting healthy. There's so much sugar and all that shit, too. Right. It's like a, co- it's like a can of Coke. It's the same thing. What's your, what's your guilty bullshit thing, then? Like, what do you... Because you've been eating... You're... Look, you do, do you do more yoga than, than ever. Mm-hmm. You're in shape. You're, yoga with Ari. You're eating well. Um, sometimes I'll Wait. start to get fat and then I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting fat. Let me eat a salad. What gets you like, fat? Oh, indulgence. Yeah, but, but there's candy, not candy. But, but also just like I was in Nashville. I had hot chicken four times. Loved. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm here for a short time. I want to get the local flavor. So, the local flavor is never a salad. No, I'm not, Nashville doesn't no, exist. No one's known for their salads. Mm-mm. So no matter where you go, I'm getting the pizza or the Chinese or what, you know. The so, thing. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm go- like I was in Chicago and I have to go to my fatty places. Yeah. And I feel go? I do feel bad. 
I always go to Portillo's because I need to have an Italian beef with uh, hot and sweet peppers. A little jardinere, a little muffaletta. I got to have that. But I also got to have cheese fries. And yeah. I also got to have the biggest Coke that they make. And you're there. It's just like... It's a culture. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> I've got good metabolism. So do you. Yeah. But every once in a while, it just it gets away from you. You know what it is for me? What? Donuts. Interesting. I don't eat them as much as I used to, but fuck me, I love do- donuts and coffee to me. It just reminds me, when I was a kid, my it's dad so and my sugary. grandmother, they would smoke cigarettes, drink coffee, and have- um, The little donuts? Well, they I mean, they would get- Back then, you go to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning as if it was like a family breakfast- and you're like, that's crazy. We got, we have, they had it's the so donut holes, powders, fillings, creams, long johns. I used to love it, but it just brought me, I think it's like a childhood thing. I loved cigarettes, coffee, and donuts. And it just, something about it. I don't know. Yeah. It's magic. In here, we pour whiskey, whiskey. You know I'm a big fan of the pooch. I got my little doggo, the cubster, pubster, read all about her. And you know what's so funny? A lot of times you want to know what's up with the dog's history uh, I want to know the risks involved in uh, health for the pup, what he or she can eat. Uh, 72% of people don't know what kind of dog they have. That's many of you, okay? Uh, I used to be one of those people. I decoded my dog's story with an Embark dog DNA test. Come on, man. We all want to know what our dogs are thinking and what they're trying to say to us. Embark takes care of that so you know who they are, what they need, and what they want. To some degree, all right? Um, it's important and exciting for you to use Embark Breed and Health Kit on your dog because I got to tell you, you should know what it is. It's going to help your dog live longer, live a healthier life, and also make you a little bit happier, you know? It's nice to find out where they're from and what they really are instead of just saying, she's a mutt. Everybody says that. We use the kit. It's incredible uh, to find out she was, our dog is a Maltese Terrier, Cocker Spaniel, and Poodle. She's all the above. Heavy misc. Misc? She's a mix. She's a misc. A little crazy misks. She's, uh, she is a big uh, mix of a bunch of different stuff, which we found out. And also, we found out what diet is best for her, which I think is huge. Um, to help her uh, coat stay healthy, not uh, shed as much, and to keep her lasting longer than ever. That's what I want. You should learn your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test right now. Embark has an offer on their breed and health kit for our listeners. Go to EmbarkVet.com to get free shipping and save $50 off your Embark breed and health kit with promo code WHISKEY. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code WHISKEY to save $50 today. Find out who your dog is and find out what they need and what they want to live a long, happy, healthy life with Embark. Hey, you like food? Come on. I've talked about DoorDash a bunch. I love DoorDash. It's incredible. I use it all the time. In fact, it's the only one I use. You can look on my phone. How about that? I do love DoorDash. Um, You know, it's back to work, back to school. You got all these meetings, errands to run. Uh, The secret to uh, clearing up your to-do list, a little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything needed on your grocery list delivered to your front door. What do you want to eat tonight? You want home-cooked favorite? Don't like going to the store? You want something exciting and new? Be great to stay in? DoorDash connects you with everything you want, wherever, however you want it. Uh, This past year has taught us to savor every moment together, spend less time prepping and cooking, and more time with the people that you love with the help of DoorDash. And I got to tell you, DoorDash is incredible. I've ordered late-night ice cream, late-night donuts, late-night pizza. I'm a fat boy. I'm a little silly fat orange boy. And I don't care. I love it. 
I love it. Ordering is very easy, and your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. They've got over 300,000 partners you can support your neighborhood go-tos. Uh, or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeyes, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. They got a big ass menu. Um, with DoorDash, you're going to get everything in one app. And for a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download that DoorDash app and enter code WHISKEY. You know what it is. That's 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code WHISKEY. Don't forget, that's WHISKEY. For 25% off your first order with DoorDash, subject to change, subject to change, terms apply. Ginger. I like gingers. The last time I got really out of control was the Impractical Jokers cruise. Because those guys eat, huh? Not them. They were barely around. Oh. I literally did not see Sal one time on that cruise. Really? Yeah. What, did you just stay to his room? <laughs> he stayed in where he stayed, and I, like, I didn't know about the fucking everybody eats together. Like the, That's why I ate at the buffet with everybody. <laughs> The comic, but like you can go, go eat like you know when you're at, like doing Vegas for a week, you can either eat in the dungeon with everybody in the basement, yeah, or occasionally you can eat like humans, yeah. So they had their basement, which was nicer, way nicer than Vegas, yeah, oh yeah, because the Vegas one is sad as shit. Sad. It's so miserable to eat in the basement of no those. No light hotels. coming in. Nope. No windows. No clocks. It's it's just like above, except that the people who are angry at giving you cards are now down there eating <laughs> next to you. Yeah, you're like so. How long? But we don't talk. Okay. <laughs> He just points to a sign. It just says, no talking. <laughs> we don't do that up here. How long has that been a rule? I remember the first time I did that in Vegas, and they give you the coupons to go downstairs Riviera? or whatever. What'd you do? Did you just make? Huh? Did you just make caca? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's my show. I think it was, I think it was the, maybe Riviera, is that where it was? Maybe Mirage. Okay. Wherever it was. And I fucking was so sad, because I was like, man, I wish I could just afford to be upstairs. And just eat a regular restaurant. Like Americans. The dungeon at the Riv, the Riv is done now. It's been demolished, but the yeah. dungeon closed at 10. So if you could hold out till 10.01, you could eat with the regular people. Yeah. But anyway, the, the buffet, you'd be like, I'm done. I'm not hungry. And then you pass uh, Sam Morrill and Norman. Like, we're going to eat. I'm like, I already ate. And like, you want to come sit with us? I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll sit with you. And then you pass, oh, I'll have some french fries while I'm here. And a slice of pizza and a burger. It's <laughs> 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 like, so you did every four hours. Yeah. A full, more than a full meal. I came back. I probably. I think I gained like twenty five pounds. On Holy that, shit! On in three or four days. And you're drinking on that boat because there's nothing to do. Heavily. You have to. Yeah. You're on a boat. Where? What am I? You, and did it port at all or no? It ported in some fucking fake town. It ported in a town that was. And they've done different ones. Right. So this is just this one. It was made by the cruise lines, and it was made by Mexicans. And this their idea was: we're Mexicans giving an Americans what we think Americans think of as Mexicans. <laughs> so, oh my god! So beyond sunglasses, huts, it's like it's like like thatch roofs and like and like sombreros. It's like Three Amigos. You were in like the town of Three Amigos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. El Guapo gets there and he's like, "Get off of the boat!" You know, yeah. <laughs> you're like, "Holy shit, is this a movie?" Those ting- I can't cruises. No, no, no. I've it, never. It was okay because there's 20 comics there, so it was like fun. Still but, no. But if it's like Simone, what he has to do. Or like anybody who does cruises, it's just like it's. I could see how you just become a full alcoholic. Does Steve do those? Yeah, he's he perfect does. for it. His, his material is already clean. He's so clean and funny and sweet, and he gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. He's like an anomaly for a comedian. 
Yeah. He really is. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a different kind of human being. Leads like charity campaigns and then does it and embezzle the money. He doesn't steal from the charity. <laughs> it's nuts. I've Idiot. tried to get him to do it for so long. Idiot. By the way, people donate to our charity right now. It's, it's uh, Ari and Andrew's charity right uh-huh. there. Giving all the money to underprivileged people of the place. Of all the different color places no. and people. minorities mostly. Mm, some. Yes, all minorities. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do the cruise line. I got offered one time at the beginning of my stand-up career, and I was Thank like, "God, you didn't. You might have gone. You might have gone that way." But you know what it was really that I couldn't. I was going to lose money because they were like, "You have to fly to Florida." I had to fly to Miami, Miami. Yeah, and I was like, "I can't afford a fucking flight to Miami." It was. I remember at the time looking it up, and it was like four hundred and twenty dollars to stop, like to stop in at least one location. And I was like, "I think I'm going to end up making sixty bucks." Right. All in after all the travel and everything, and I was like, I just can't. I'm sorry, I can't do it. And the guy was like, You're lost. I love those. The you're lost. You're thing. lost, dude. Leave money on the table. I was like, But it's sixty bucks after all said and done. He's like, Pfft. You don't want sixty bucks? <laughs> like, no, I do. But, <laughs> but but do I have to fly to fucking Miami and stop in Oklahoma? I just I, just I, I make twenty five for a spot at the store. I could do three of those. And they're like, You're ch- dude. Your life. Whatever you want to do, man. Instead of just going, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were maybe already in Miami. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry about it. How many, wait, how many years have you done that cruise? I didn't know that. I've heard about it once. Yeah. You do it once a year. They, they mix it up. 20 comics? Something like that. 15. That's insane. It was great. I mean, Sal really, I think they did it once, and then he, he was like, hey, would you mind if I'm in charge of the comedy, the stand-up part? And they mm. said, sure. And so he's like, I know how to make this fun for my comedy friends. Yeah. So he'd make it that club. You don't have to do a long set by yourself. Like, everybody's doing 15s. It was just like a New York... Like, like a floating hour and a half a, show, of fifteen yeah, comics each. A floating cellar or something. Yeah, like that. so it was great. So it didn't rely on you. Would you ever do in that regard? Like you know, people do do that. They make their their show like it's their thing. Would you ever do like a trip with Ari? No, never. I don't like people looking at me. There's no way to do. I would organize it for other people. I wouldn't go on it. What if you organized it very cult like, and then you showed up for one day? Just a helicopter on. Mm-hmm. Come trip with Ari is what it's called, Br- Ooh. and it's a trip with Ari. I mean, not shaman people. I would do that. That's what I mean. Why, like you, why couldn't you do that? I was actually considering doing it for because I talked to some guy in, in Ecuador, some Swiss guy, and he went on a psilocybin trip, like a guided psilocybin trip, like like ayahuasca. Many days. Yeah. Wow. Rented a house, this organization that does it, and they give you the right doses, have a playlist, and it's like you're alone in the house, like you know, many, many rooms you can go into with different playlists, and like they really like, guide you in a way to uh, to face things. And I was like, I know people looked at me, like Hutchinson was like, before, now she does mushrooms all the time, but she was like, Ari, would you like leave? And I'm like, it's too much responsibility. No, I want to have fun. I don't <laughs> if you're fucking guiding you. you but know? you'd be so good at it. Yeah, so I'm thinking of doing that for some comics, just like young comics, but I'm like, I would charge them only so they took it seriously. Yeah, because if you did it for free, everyone would fuck it off. Yeah, yeah. I might give them the money back afterwards, but like, I would be like, I need to make you charge you enough money to where it'd be like a bit restrictive. This is very like Willy Wonka, where at the very end, you have to prove that you learned something. Uh huh. You get everything. (laughs) No, you lost. Sorry. (laughs) Bam! You just fall into a hole. (laughs) Isn't back the thing? (laughs) Yeah. I would have been like, Mr. Wonka, sir. And he's like, yes. I would have been like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> while you're chewing it yeah. <laughs> you know I hit the fucking gobstopper oh, you so idiot good, you fucking cunt <laughs> worth it worth it I would've given you everything your fucking factory sucks bro your factory's bullshit dude there's Nazis all over this fucking place <laughs> yeah. get metal elevators dork <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nerd that is what that's like. I do think there's something about you you teaching or guiding guiding people through it because there's something to be said when we talked about earlier learning dosages and learning stuff I think my biggest mistake in high school was that we had too many people taking too much or taking wrong. We just never knew. 
Like I, dude, I did <clears throat> back then. We used to eat, you know, what what is about an eighth or a little bit more of mushrooms. Yeah. And I know we didn't need it all. That's a lot. We didn't need it. No. But we did it every you time. Half of that. We did it every time. Wow. I mean, unless your tolerance gets way big, then you do need it, but like not in the beginning. We weren't doing it that much. I mean, I would we'd probably do it every like maybe once or twice a month at, mo- at most on the weekend. That's hella, bro. Is it? Yeah, that's great. High school too. That's awesome. But high school, I feel like, cause you, what else are you doing? You plan for that weekend. It's two weekends away, and I got excited. And we would go somewhere and know that we had. Me and my buddy Tyler, we we ate in ate the mushrooms, and then we went to this haunted house, and we went to this haunted house thinking we just want to fuck ourselves up, like we want to scare ourselves, you know. <laughs> but instead that's of being scared awesome. of the haunted house, I was scared of all the humans around us. Oh yeah, <laughs> had nothing to do with the haunted house. <laughs> The Just people in line running in fear of you. They were fucking me up. No. Yeah, it was fucking me up. <laughs> These women behind us were talking about they were having this conversation and it just looped in my head and I remember getting so uncomfortable that I was like, I'm getting out of line. He's like, we've been waiting for like 30 minutes. I was like, I got to go. I have to go. And he's like, are you freaked out, dude? That's cool if you're freaked out. Like be honest with me. He thought I was scared. I was like, these people are fucking me up. The house I was cool with the scary shit when we were it's in like, there. It's artistic. I see. I can see someone made this. It's right. Really it was actually fucking cool to watch all the shit get. You know, like all the fucked up shit they had. Yeah. But the people. That is my biggest beef with drugs in public. That's, it's, it's an yeah. I can't. I don't like a They're lot. They're gonna of people. know I'm fucked up, which, is, which really takes you out of it. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anybody else's day. So if I'm acting weird, I'm like I'm gonna. <laughs> I went to watch a movie once on mushrooms. Um, it was a Tim Burton movie. Perfect. Not Alice in Wonderland. It was something like that where it was already kind of, it was like perfect for it. I mean, he never did an Alice in Wonderland, did he? He did. He did the one with Johnny Depp, I believe. Then then it must have been that. That is the one, unless I'm crazy. I I feel like it was like Tim Burton mixed with an already psychedelic thing. Maybe it's that. Well, now you're making me think there was, because I, you know, I went to the Burton, did you ever go to the Burton exhibit when I was out here? Yeah, it was great. Fucking so cool. Kevin Christie went, God, that guy's a fucking such an artist. I mean, I learned how, I, I had no idea he would leave other things of other clues in other movies that had nothing to do with the original movie. Uh, the the um, toothpaste company, um, I'm going to fuck it up. The toothpaste company that somebody's parent worked at was the company from like Batman, like one of the things, you know really? what I mean? It was something like that. I, I don't know. Oh, Sweeney Todd? Is that no, it? No, that's the haircut thing. That's, that's so funny, dude, because that's the first thing I think, haircut thing. I immediately did, didn't want to see that movie. I was like, the haircut movie? <laughs> Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, Ed Wood, Visit with Vincent, Mars Attacks, Sleepy Hollow, Planet of the Apes, Big Fish, such a good movie, Charlie Chocolate Factory, Corpse Bride, Sweeney Todd, Alice in Wonderland, Dark Shadows. Uh, oh, that's it. Alice, Alice Wonderland. Wonderland was. Yeah, no, that's it. But I remember there, it was like late in the run of it, and mm-hmm. it was like, I'm going to take mushrooms and go, and I just waited too long. When I got there, there was no one in the theater, and I'm on mushrooms, and no one's there, and, and <laughs> I turned around to the, like, they're starting, like, not the previews, but the commercials. Yeah. So the lights were still on. And I just felt bad that they're doing this for me. And I was like, hey, if you want to go home, we, we don't have to do this. <laughs> so the guy in the fucking booth. I felt so bad for him. He's like, what? Just shut up and watch the fucking movie, you weirdo. <laughs> he's like, I'll run this if no one's here. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I, this is, he's like, I'm he, high he's as fuck, too. He's not going like this the whole time. Crazy sweaty. Yeah. He's like, thank you. Fuck. <laughs> Did you ever hook up in a movie theater? Yeah, one time. Clerks 2. Full sex. Really? Yeah. How do you full fuck? Skirt. No one's in there. People were in there. Really? Yeah. Do tell. People were in there. Clerks too. It was, uh, I was married for a while. I was a fucking, my wife. Yeah. Uh, but she was wild. How fucking fun. She sat on top of you? Yeah. Wow. We went towards the back. So we see the door over there. 
So mm-hmm. if this first door opens, we got a glimpse of light, and it was like, stop, stop, stop. But, but like, yeah, we're <laughs> over in the corner, but like back away from everybody. Yeah. There was a smell for sure. Your wife? Sex smell. Oh, okay. Sure, pussy. It didn't stink bad, but it had like a very specific and strong odor. Biting on the tongue? Like Would an old mean? cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. <laughs> so you, wait a minute. Fresh fish. Did you initiate? She was gonna. We wow. used to fuck. I mean, she was... She just set you free. I mean, we we pulled up at a, 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 in Santa Monica, one of those public parking garages, uh-huh. and she just like gives you the look. And we just got into the trunk. Holy shit! Yeah, her Volvo, uh, her Volkswagen had one of those uh, glow in the dark like releases. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. We got in there and fucking sideways. Movie theater fucking seems impossible to me. It does. Full to completion. Clerks wow. too. I mean, I've jerked Thanks, off. In, I've jerked Thank off you. in a bunch of them. What? All every time I go. I haven't missed it. Fast and Furious <laughs> 9 was my last one. <laughs> You're like, talk about Furious. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought it was. That was gay porn, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. I've never, no, I've never. You've never I'm, done it? I'm so afraid of me being too. in a movie theater. I'm like, they're, not only are they going to catch me, I'm going to be embarrassed because the story. It's like, in a movie theater, it's like everyone will be like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? If you get caught, it's like, asshole. We're all if, trying to live our lives. Yeah, if you fucking public somewhere, I think outside or whatever, fine. You caught me in a park fucking. We were in a moment. It was fun. Movie theater's kind of like, oh, dude, families come here My with kids. kids. Here. Yeah, you don't be a perv. I'm the same way at like a bar bathroom or definitely Mile High Club. Uh. I'm like, private jet. I, you know, if you're doing that, I get it. But like, you're talking about you going in there is not the issue. Coming, Coming out. out Someone's waiting for you. Yeah. And they're going to see two people come out. I assume Coke has the same problem. But, pe- but people, for sure, I know, I've seen guys do Coke on commercial pl- planes all the time. Go do a bump at the bathroom and come back. I sat but next to a guy on the way back. One by one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. I sat next to a guy that was doing fucking go. He was, you know, he was like jumping jittery, smiling a lot, you know, doing like all the telltale signs. And I was uh-huh. like, he either has Tourette's, like he either has a mental facility, yeah. or he was one going to the bathroom all the time. And I was like, oh, that's it. He just kept getting up, going to the bathroom. And he would sit down. He was very nice and sweet. He ordered about 19 Jack and Cokes, and I was like, this guy's coked out of his fucking head. Can I get one more? But he was very nice, like a very nice Cokehead. Some, some Cokeheads, I'm sure they must look at other Cokeheads like, you're giving us a bad name, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking up our rap, dude. My rage. Just, Just be cool. Be wild, but not rage. That's, kind of, that's how I always felt about weed was I, I never enjoyed, I've talked about to you about this, I don't like pot culture. I love marijuana, but my, I don't like pot culture. fashion is the worst. Fashion's the worst, and also, I don't like this whole, like, I never got into, like, we trade, and it's a community. It's like, no, it's not, dude. I'm, 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 a, like, I, like, I'm like a Republican pothead, you know, where I'm like, <laughs> right. I buy it, I smoke it, and I go home, and Earn I watch. Earn weed. <laughs> no one's just going to give you free weed. <laughs> Ironically, I, all, all I get is free drugs, and free, free weed is what you get in California. You live in L.A., someone you know is giving you drugs. The DMT is something you for sure, for sure take from fans. So I've had and, that. I've had that once. It. Me too, once. Yeah, and I did not enjoy it. No thanks. I, I just don't. I just did not like the way I felt. You dislike? You disliked it? Did not like it. I don't. I, I did it with my friend and back in Chicago, and I just was like, I don't think this is for me. I don't like this. Did you get there? Huh? Did you get there? I mean, as close as I think I'm supposed to. Do you know? I don't. I didn't get. I didn't get to a place where it was a revelation of any kind. It was like. It was heavy for a, we for a in very another short world. Time. Did you like kind of go through a door and you're like, oh, what the fuck is this place? I felt very like um, uh, out of body. What is it? Uh, I got very like um, disassociative. I got like very video gamey, spaced out, kind of really heavy and gone. 
and a, a complete rush, like a hot flash almost, like I'm going to have a panic attack. Were you no longer in the place you were in? Yes. Okay, then you got there, I guess. I did not. But it didn't feel good. Interesting. Because, you know, like, my buddy was like, oh, my God, it felt like I was with God for a second. And I was like, mm. I felt right. like I was in a pretty shitty void. I did. You ever go to my old backyard that I had in, in New York? Mm-mm. Okay. What happened there? It's great, but, like, I'm in the backyard. I just, I, we used to have barbecues a lot. But, like, um, this chick I was dating at the time, she used to take DMT on top of, like, a pot in Denver, on top of a pot, like, a bowl of weed. <laughs> we just do it all the time in the mountains. She, she had hella experience i did not she wanted to do it and i had some so i was like let's do it and i did some and then i remember there was this tree in the back and i saw this big caterpillar come off the tree mm. we just smoked next to each other laid a blanket out there this big caterpillar like came down a branch of a tree and it was like hexagonal about this size five six hexagonal things that's a huge oh yeah it was probably the caterpillar was probably like that long holy fuck like that wide and it came down this this branch and just kind of looked at me I'm like looking back at it for a while, like who knows how long, just kind of look at it. And he just goes, nah. And then slowly like <laughs> goes back up. And then, and then after that, I kind of yeah. came out. I was like, what? And uh, I was like, damn, I, I don't think I was invited in or something to the, whatever world it, it is. And I was like, I don't think I got there. I looked over and she goes, I died and came back. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> fuck, fuck. Was the caterpillar there? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that that you think that's yourself, your subconscious projecting that you're not ready to, to have it? I don't know what that was. Maybe. That's part of my assumption with drugs. You know, when everybody says like I had a bad trip, or it's like, well, you made yourself have a bad trip for sure. Some I think there's external factors that you can't control. But I do think oftentimes people think they're going to have a bad trip because of a lot of things that are happening inside of their brain, and they get there organically. Well, I know something that you're supposed to do on mushrooms, public service announcement. PSA. Is when you, can you add that in, producer? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, when you, um, you, you take mushrooms, you've done it enough times. Yeah. For 40-ish minutes, nothing's happening. Then you get the palm sweats. Mm. Then you start getting nervous about what's about to happen. So right then is when you got to stop yourself, sit down, and say, hey, this is coming soon. Get yourself to a happy place. Like, breathe in a few times. Breathe out a few times. Be like, this is what we signed up for. Don't be nervous. Be happy heading into this. Because if you're upset heading into it, that, that, yeah, that's like it's not, trouble. it's not the best first half hour or so. Yeah. that That is true. You got to put yourself in the best position. What I used to do was take it and then pretend to forget I took it. So go about my thing. So then when it hit me, it was like, oh, what? right. Right, right, right. That's nice. That felt the best because I knew if I was anticipating it, it was like when you first started smoking yeah, pot. the anticipation. The anticipation is what gives you anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's why you start to get amped up and you start to go like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you have in between when you take it when it hits to like get yourself in a good place. Yeah, that is actually really smart. You need to do, that's what I'm saying. Write a fucking book, write a thing to get people prepped for these moments. I did. What? Yeah, if you Google Shroomfest Primer, I spent two weeks on it. Where is this? It's on the internet. Is it a New York Times bestseller? No, but well, a lot of people have used it to calm themselves down. Shroom Fest Primer? Yeah, it's a primer for the. For, I, I just I interviewed a bunch of people. I, I just used their research. I didn't like use quotes or anything. Like where to get it, how much it should cost, the effects, the dangers, the next day. It's uh, just free on your website. Yeah. Do you have a, Do you have a physical copy of this? No. Why don't you print these out and do what? Give them to people at shows. Sell them to people at shows. I feel like this is a thing that people really need. One of Sal's friends, I don't want to say who because I don't know who's like allowed to say what you know what they've taken and stuff. But, Probably um, none. Right. So he said <laughs> like, hey man, I, he's like, two years ago, me and my chick took mushrooms and we were both sure we were dying. Yeah. And I went to your website and I saw the Shroom Fest primer and it said, and it said in there, it's been a while since I've read it, 
Mm-mm. You are not overdosed. There is no overdose on mushrooms. So I think if you, I saw that, if you yeah. think you're gonna die, you're not. That's a drug fucking with you. And he goes, I had to go back to that line like four times. I'm like, maybe I read it wrong because I'm pretty sure I'm dying. Can you overdose? I don't think so. Yeah. Not to death, anyway. <laughs> really? <laughs> the worst that's going to happen is if you take too much, you'll be a little bit more likely to throw up and you just go to a deeper place. You'll still be over it in a matter of hours. There will not be any permanent danger caused by the mushrooms. That is a, it's not, it's very like nice. It gives solace because you, everyone does. You say to yourself, you go, I'm not going to die. This is a thing that happens. I'm fine. Yeah. But I am feeling heavy right You're now. I'm feeling like I'm going to die. You know what I used to do when I get too fucked up? Because I smoked a joint in London one time by the water. We were going to see this, this great, um, this phenomenal DJ. Uh, Mr. Mr. Stevie Lee. Mr. Uh, man, he's so great too. We were, we were going to see him, and I was twenty Mr. at the Roboto? time. Mr. Yes, Domo. No, but but I but we were going to see this guy, and he um, and I smoked a joint that had a fuckload of hash in it, but I didn't know I was smoking it like I was just smoking oh, a regular yeah. joint. And I and I immediately was like, oh no, I'm so <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm just... I, just off my rocker. And I kept saying to myself in the line of the bathroom because I was panicking. I didn't want to go with my friends because I was like, I'm gonna go sit in the bathroom in a stall for a couple of minutes, and I'm just gonna chill the fuck out and then do the talk down. And I found that if I kept saying out loud, this is fine, this will stop. Oh yeah. If I kept saying it out loud, eventually my brain was like, he's right, you know, to the rest of my fucking yeah. being. And then eventually it did slowly level the like it's slowly the plane like landed a little bit so that's in there too i'm remembering now say I, it I out go, loud. Yeah, yeah just go and you can do it quietly because it's a little embarrassing if it's getting too much for you you just out but it has to be out loud a little bit i don't know if that's yourself hearing it or something oh i physically would say it yeah, out yeah. yeah just go hey mushrooms pull it back a little bit this is a little too much <laughs> and, and i don't know but the mushrooms will go all right all right fine yeah and they'll pull it back it does because you you're putting yourself in the worst place whenever i started to get real panicky when i would get too baked on anything is I remember feeling like, oh, I, I am telling myself in my head, I hear myself going, what if it gets worse? What if you can't go back? What if you can't go back? It's such a weird, what if you never get out? What if you never, if you're stuck like this? What Which if has never, never happened to anyone? That's a fucking urban legend. I know. And everyone goes, no, my friend knows a guy. My buddy's cousin used to work Introduce with a dude. Introduce me to him. Yeah. Introduce me to him. I think he's dead. Yeah, okay. From the mushrooms. Oh, great. <laughs> Fentanyl has not gone through to mushrooms and weed. Yeah, no. Those two are safe. That's why I like using... Well, it's, I'm sorry, but it's like that old, dumb, natural... If it comes from the ground, and it's fucking about as safe as I can get without anybody interfering with it. That being said, I did do acid, and it was fun. I love acid. I'm getting way more into it lately. Really? I just took some at this festival. So, like, I'm an old dad right now. All I ever knew was tabs when I was in high school. Do people... Are people doing droplets now a lot? Is like, what's the most common way you're taking tabs. acid? Tabs. Tabs still. It's most common, for sure. Well, for sure. Well. Yeah, it's just you drop it all over a sheet. It's easiest to, like whatever and then like sure. stivvy up the, the droplets the, the the amount in a drop is so varied but they right. all like they're like that they drop it's like is that a big drop or a small drop like, we'll find out yeah <laughs> or it's like whiskey actually when they give you in scotland something they'll give you a dropper right it's because you want like some people want two three drops right but the difference between two and three so like here take the exact yeah see that but so now when you go to a festival and you get it are you taking more than one tab no do you think you can? I'm a fucking pussy, dude. Really? I as do much it a as you've lot. taken it? I'm scared it? every time. I'm out of my mind scared every time. Like, fuck, here we go. I am not a bit. Same thing with my travel. People are like, oh, you're a good traveler. I'm like, I'm frightened off my ass of any new country. Non-English speaking, I'm like, everyone's going to rob me every single time I go out. I'm super <laughs> frightened off my rocker. Yeah, but that is true. But most times you are probably going <laughs> yeah. to get robbed. Yeah. Have you been robbed? Nah. Has anything been stolen from you? No, nah, never from a hostel. Never. What? From- 
first day in a hostel, I got my shit stolen. Uh, shoes. The first day I ever went to in a hostel, I got shoes stolen from me. Which, in retrospect, I was just like, well, you know, they were fucking brand new, and I was gone for like 13, 14 hours or something, and I'd left all my shit out. And maybe somebody who had been there a while was like, fuck this guy. Right. It's just money. You can, you can go to your... You can, now I'm at the place where I'm like... When I do get scared about it, I go, the fear is going to stop me from having a good time. Mm -hmm. I can afford to replace all my things. Yeah. It won't be fun, but it will actually be fun. It'll be an adventure to like get new, sh new underwear, new, like, sure. it'll be part of the adventure as long you, as I have clothes on me. The only thing you don't want to lose is like, if you lose a phone, you're like, oh, come on, that's a lot of money and a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. But you can steal all my clothes, is fine. Jonah Ray used to do a joke about that. Remember Jonah? Mm -hmm. And he was like, that that fun thing of like pushing somebody in the pool. It's like I want cell phones. Once it's like you ruined my life. Yeah, you can't do it anymore. <laughs> although now they're although now it's waterproof. So oh, do it. Start it's pushing. Back. It's start back. pushing, baby. <laughs> Is he still doing comedy? I haven't seen him. Is he New Yorker out here still? Out here, I assume. I don't know. Well, we don't see any, we don't see anybody anymore. It's a fucking ghost town. By the way, you're going to the store. You're going to see people go up and they leave. I, I was so I got here. It's my anniversary of getting passed on on uh, Wednesday. Oh, it was. This will already be out. Yeah. So, congrats, by the way, a couple of days ago on your 13th, anniversary. 13th, 14th, 15th, I forget what day. But, like, um, I'm not good with math. I have it on my calendar. 14th, You're, I think. You, you were passed on Wednesday, the 15th. Okay, 15th. Yeah. Me, Rick Ingram, Kirk Fox, all in the same, some, same Really? Yeah. What a class. Yeah. Um, oh, so I was like, all right, Richie got me a deal at the Andaz. He was like, you know, I get you a rate there, and I'm on my way. Talking to Brian O'Neill, and he's like, oh, there's no show tonight. I'm like, Sunday? What do you mean? I'm going to go there every night. He goes, no, no Sunday. Monday. I mean, no Sunday or Monday? Mm. Like, no. And then I, I'm like, what the? And I'm like, hey, I don't, I'm not staying. I want to stay on the Sunset Strip <laughs> if I'm not going to the store every night. The point was to stumble home drunk. Totally. It's not the same anymore, man. It's People trying. come and leave. That's what he said, too. They come, they go. We come, and they Why? go. <sighs> Most people aren't scared. They've either been vaccinated or they're not. No, don't no, care. it's not that. It's, it's, um, it's the rhythm is different now. It just it feels like. Is the back bar open? No. Is the front patio open? Barely. Some nights. The back back, the, sa the hallowed ground is open for weed smoke. Yeah. But also, uh, yeah, but it's like you go back there and you're like, oh, there's too many people, whatever. I'll say this. This is going to sound really corny and cheesy, but I don't care. Comedy fans will like it. But in the same idea that like certain fucking, certain places just have a rhythm to them. The store has always had a great rhythm to it. And it's gone through waves. You've seen it. I've seen it. Where the rhythm was bad. And it was low and shitty. And it just wasn't good. And I think we're going through a shitty low time. And the rhythm will be back. But the vibration is not there. The like walking through the halls and the feeling and the seeing people and the kitchen moving heavily. And like this kind of like, you know how when you see, when you see traffic in Japan cross and you're like, they're not, how are they not are killing they, each yeah, other? they're going through each other. That's how it felt at the store when it was at its height. And it has, it feels now <sighs> just like small town Main Street where you're like, go ahead, go ahead. It's going to be back. My but favorite time at the store, I'll disagree with Rogan on this, was 2004-ish mm. when, before he left for Mencia, I think it was 2007. Yeah, it was seven, yeah. Um, but it was dingy. We didn't start shows on time because we didn't have an audience. Yeah. But people were fucking in the back. Uh, Renazizi had his own fucking casino. For a while, that the bartenders were there, they'd be like, "Hey, we only drinks." Like one more hand. I'm like, what do you mean, one more? <laughs> Go to your job. <laughs> I mean, it was just wild. We'd be spying on like Eddie Griffin getting his dick sucked. We'd be like, trying to like fucking see it. <laughs> and it was just so fun. And then that 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 generation of like, where you'd see the lineups, which were just, I mean, even at the cellar, like those lineups are crazy. It would be like Fitzsimmons, David Spade, Silverman, Hannibal, Rogan. 
uh, Ron White, you, Bobby. It was just like, gee, this is a $300 show yeah. for 20 bucks. Yeah. It was not nearly as fun. As when it was shit. We didn't run it. They locked the back of the main room after hours. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? That was also because the kids had the keys, and the kids don't have the keys anymore. Like, yeah. now it's it's the after-COVID lull of, like, we're trying to get this place back in order a little bit because mom and dad came home, and it was not good. Oh, right, right, right. That's kind of what it feels like, but they're doing their best. I mean, fucking not mention names of the people that are over there that we know that are working on it are, are doing their best. Yeah. There's almost nothing you can do. The seller doesn't feel that way. That feels like it's back up and fucking running. I mean, it was amazing because I remember talking to people and they're like, dude, New York's made the last place to open. You're fucked. Because remember, that was at some point the worst COVID city in the world. Yeah, it was really weird. And so I escaped for a while. I went to my parents. I was like, I can't, there's nothing here. We're all going to locked in. Right. First, I took my dog and went to my mom and dad's. But it was like, it's 100% back now. Yeah. You, you chill at the fucking table for When hours. I went to the cellar, they still had the dividers. They have the dividers anymore? Mm-mm. It's all gone. Dividers of what? At the tables? Yeah, they were like dividing your table. Your table wasn't still had a They had a choice. They go, and the government gave them this choice. They go, you can either go, I think, 40% capacity mm-hmm. and do six feet apart, 60% capacity and do the dividers, or 100% capacity and do vax cards. Oh, they did, they're doing vax cards. So, yeah. And it wasn't even like a moral choice. They were just like, Dude, we, we didn't have any business for a money. year. Yeah, we need money. Yeah. That's how I feel about when someone's like, someone asked me the question, they were like, what if, um, because somebody asked me, I'm not, whatever, but he was like, don't you feel weird about traveling right now? I said, so I did the thing that they asked me to do, which was get the thing, and then I wear the things, and then I do all the things I can, but I need to go back to my life. And he's like, yeah, I wonder if any airlines are going to start requiring Vax cards. And I said, you think they want to lose money? That's, That's money for them. Yeah. They're, they're going to err on the side of... Uh, that's why I say when the, back, the airlines are safe, I'm like, who's, who's telling you that? Airlines are telling you that? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> like, shit. When they go, we that. changed the filters. Uh-huh. By the way, you know when you get on a plane... Were you I- not changing the filters before? <laughs> yeah, no shit. They go, we clean every seat. You're like, oh, so you never... This thing never, never got I mean, cleaned. you put it down sometimes. You're like, ugh, there's crumbs. Yeah, it's insane. They, now they go, well, we have to... Before we turn it over, they have to disinfect and clean. I, we travel so much that when I see the people immediately get off the plane, I see the crew go in they just pick up shit off the floor. You know what I'm gonna start doing? Huh? I've just realized this right now. I'm gonna bring some tape and a piece of paper and put on this on the tray, just like, and tape it to the tray and then put it back up. Right. Uh, my name's Ari Shafir at Ari Shafir on Instagram. <laughs> I believe no one's going to clean this. You let me know if I'm right and then put it back up. That's so funny because the first person that cuts it down is gonna be like, "Oh, I have to tell this guy." Because it's an easy clean. If you take it down, you're just you're of course gonna take that off. It's not missing a crumb. Right. That's actually really smart to find out because you. I know they're not. There's no fucking way. Everybody should start doing. Everyone that. start doing it. Leave a little. Leave, leave a little a nugget. Leave a note for someone to know. Because what I usually do is I'll do the Sudoku, and then I'll if it's ru- it's ruined for the next guy. I've, I've marked it. You it's know, gone. You're allowed, but I mark it, and then I write like, "Hey, my name is Ari Shafir. Um, give me props. I felt that's the hard one. It's not the easy one. <laughs> yeah. I master this. You should fucking when you see greatness, you should prop them out." Hit me up on it's at Ari Shafir on Instagram, and then I've never gotten one. These fucking cowards. Not one person. Not one. I did get me and uh, oh O'Connor. Yeah, we're hiking. I fucking love. Went to Hartford. We went on a nice hike. Yeah, and there was a family up there, and they were filling out a book, and then they put it back. It's one of those like sign in guest books on a hike. Sure, it's a beautiful view up near Hartford, and um, so I wrote this long story about how like we saw a bear. I was thinking of quitting comedy. We saw this bear. O'Connor ran away like a fucking pussy. And, um, <laughs> but anyway, just this long story. And I might, I might fucking commune with the bear and I told him a joke and he didn't laugh. And then I realized I can't do comedy in the woods. I have to go back to society. 
Somebody wrote me. It was like, hey, man, I found your fucking letter. <laughs> Somebody was hiking up there afterwards oh, really? and saw it. It was like, yeah, I saw your letter. Uh, like, the bear stuff was great. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked the bear shit. Thanks for coming to Hartford. But they didn't know me at all. That's awesome. They just though. looked me up. But they didn't was, know was, who you were. Not at all. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Because then if they don't know who you are, it's almost like, this is kind of a fun adventure I'm going to have with Who's this, this guy. Who's this guy? Ari Sahafer. <laughs> yeah, Ari sounds, she's, she might be hot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, babe, I found your bear book. Wait, did you really, did you really fuck off a bear? I jerked him off. You did, right? Yeah. When they cut a black bear? Or no, I'm sorry, a, a white bear, right? Obvio. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know, I know, I know your standard. You have a set tonight, by the way? Tonight's Tuesday? Tonight's Tuesday. Tonight's Monday. Monday. No, it's closed today. I know, but you're not going anywhere else while you're in town. I didn't town. even consider. I didn't even think about it. I guess I could have gone to the improv or something. I think the improv's been pretty good. Really? It's Do felt, you have a set? It's felt good. No. No, I take off Sundays and Mondays for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You know, And I know I'm not supposed to talk about him. You got to take some days off. Honestly, I'm taking, the, I'm taking more off than I used to now. I think COVID checked me down a little bit. It was like, relax. for everybody, right? Relaxed. I was like, relax. Back in the, you know, like back when it was like three sets a night for four or five nights in a row. And you're like, what am I doing? Am I okay? I, I decided to like... Uh, with New York, you get so many reps in. Mm -hmm. So I was like, at some point, I'm like, I'd rather spend time with my boyfriend on a fucking weekend. I don't want to like, I'll just do like four sets a night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then take off Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And just, you know, I mean, I'll get my reps. Well, your favorite nights aren't the weekends anyway to do shows. Not for workouts. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather just do Tuesday, Wednesday, or yeah. I, actually Thursday is my, that's my sweet spot night. My favorite night is Thursday night. Why? Because those people are either... There, it's a room divided. They're either taking off Friday or they don't have a job, so they can kind of have a good a good amount of time. Or to Jens. Or there's people that it's their prep night for the weekend, so they're they like I might be naughty tonight and stay out. I'll go to work, but I like I'll you know what I mean. Where Fridays and Saturdays it brings in a lot of like I'm gonna fucking lose oh, my yeah, it's, mind. I'm going for it. And you're like you guys suck. That's why I don't really hang out where I live on. It's it's NYU fucking garbage Mardi Gras. Oh, you're what? What do you say? You're in the East Village. Yeah, East yeah. Village. Uh, but it's like it's amateur hour. Well, it's a part. It's Remember a, Kevin Parker? No. Is he a comic? No. He's a promoter. I think he became an agent. Black guy. I think he had some sort of connection with punk. What was it? What the, let me see. I'm going to look him up right now. Kevin Parker, agent? Yeah, maybe look agent or manager. Yeah. What, why? Did he used you, to come to Dublin's all the time. Kevin Parker's a manager at Arts Artist First. Okay. Oh, used to be Prince of Otto Young. That's where he's at. Dedicated to building a client's crews are focusing on their creative business and production. I feel like you would you don't you see his face there or no? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. You don't know him? Never seen him. Anyway, he made it clear to me once. We were on the patio and he was like, nah, Friday and Saturday is amateur hour. I was like, what? It's for fucking we're we're in this, man. Yeah. Tuesday people. He's Why? right. Yeah. He's Why right. Why do you want to be around? Same thing with golf. Yeah. Why would you golf on a Sunday when nope. you can golf on a Wednesday? Yep. When no one's at Rancho. Yep. And you're gonna you're gonna play a seven hour round on a Saturday for the same course nah. that you're playing a four hour round on a Wednesday. Precisely, it's amateur. If hour. you have the ability, that's what I always say. Is like people are like, oh, but I, I have I have a job. It's like, well, that's a bummer because if you have a job that's lenient that you can play on an off day, always play on an yeah. off day. And, and, and it's like it's like, oh, let's go on a ski trip. Like power Presidents Day weekend. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, unless there's no, you will just happen to be in Vail on and, that day. Yeah. You're out of your you're crazy. You ever you ever ski on Christmas Day? You were used to all the time when yeah, it was empty. Nobody. Back before all these people lost their gods. I know. My, my dad, we used to go up to Vermont and fucking, <laughs> just us and fucking empty. Chinatown. I loved it. Oh, it was great. That's my favorite thing. Christmas Day, first chair up, and for the next four hours, it's freedom and, and empty paradise. Bliss. Nobody used to be out on the mountain. But now, yeah, now you have people that are, that just are like, oh, fuck it. Christmas means me shit anymore. And you're like, go back to the God <sighs> stuff. I miss when you guys like church more. It was better for me. 
But now I don't. Now I don't ever ski during the holidays. I mean, truly, if I can help it. I feel like there's a twenty percent chance you're going to join that ski trip this year, the comedian ski trip. I think it's probably thirty or forty. I know we're going to get closer to the date. You're going to we'll get the numbers are going to go up. The clo- what is the date? March sixth. I'm not going to say where yet. Okay. March sixth is a show, and then so that's Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday we're skiing, and then Friday go go to your fucking weekend gigs. Who's the worst skier? Mm, out of that crew? He's bad. He tries his best. He's yeah. a snowboarder. I'm gay. How are you? Good. Great. O'Neill's yeah. the best. Oh, he is? Yeah. Is he? I ski? shattered my I shattered my wrist racing him. Ski. <laughs> yeah. He's he skis. Yeah. Who ski, who snowboard? I ski, gentlemen. O'Neill skis, gentlemen. Sean Patton snowboards, Norman snowboards. Uh uh Bert, I don't think will be allowed to ever come with me again. Snowboards. <laughs> um, <laughs> um who else is there? Who's done it? Sal just learned how to snowboard. He came one year. Renazizi does what? Oh, Renazizi. I forgot. He skis. He does? I mean, if you call it. Oh, pizza pie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Actually, he pizzas less than me, but he's so much slower. And he's like, well, okay. So remember Harvey Penick? Yeah. Little Red Book? Yeah. So he goes, never, he goes, if, if you're, if I have, he goes, I have, uh, I teach, so I have uh, students. And he goes, if I, if they're saying I, I'm facing a guy tomorrow who's got a bad uh, uh, grip. He goes, don't worry about it. He goes, well, my fr- I'm facing a guy tomorrow who's got a bad swing. He's like, don't worry about it. But if they got a bad swing and a bad grip, fear them. Because <laughs> they have figured it out. And that's what I got. That is- Steve's like, you suck. I'm like, to look at, but I'm lapping you. I'm fucking flying in the air. Right. It works. Yeah. For some reason, it all kind of comes together in chaos. I'm pigeon-toed, so I know how to. That's my normal is this. Oh, so do you, you, do you carve at all or no? Oh, for sure. But what I want to do is get bindings that are already... So it's already out like that. And so then when I pigeon toe up, it goes even. Oh. No ski company in the world will do that for me. Yeah, that, that doesn't <laughs> exist. Snowboards, you can adjust the binding so whatever the fuck you want. You can go outer it, but yeah. You can. Especially now. I have I have, have you ever boarded? I do snowboard. Exclusively? That's your thing? No, I can do both. Wow, that's jealous. Mm-hmm. I'm much better at snowboarding, I think, just because I rode skateboards as a kid for years. Skiing to me is, um, it's easier to take on tougher terrain. I mean, for catwalks me. are fucking impossible on a board. No, I mean, but tougher terrain is easier to maneuver. Like, uh, moguls are a fucking nightmare with a snowboard. Forget oh, about it. Right. Bumpy shit on a snowboard is like, what? It's the fucking worst. Right. Skis, you can, you can ride through them much easier. Jumping is so much easier on a snowboard. Yeah. Hitting fucking lips. Yeah, hitting a lip is yeah, way, getting yeah. Getting some air. Getting, doing, doing tricks or anything like that is way better on a snowboard. How about through the woods? Uh, I'd say it's probably the same for me. The only fear I would have in the woods is catching a, uh, a stump when you're coming in, like you're coming in with your snowboard, with legs on both sides, and get that thing where it just stops you. Mm. On skis, you're just going like both sides of it. Yeah, I you think feel a little bump. I, I, the biggest fear to me is catching an edge inside of the woods where it's like thick, thick, deep snow, yeah. and you fall down in between those trees and you're fucked. You're sinking, you're fucked. In a wheel, in a tree well. That's like yeah. my biggest fear. Yeah. Because with skis, it's unlikely to happen. If you clip something on a ski, you're going to have the balance of the other ski to kind of move away from it. They tell you that story, that wheel well, it's just like, and, and you, then the snow comes in. And oh, you like, get sucked down? Oh, yeah. Forever. That's my only fear about backcountry shit. I was up in South Lake Tahoe with a friend of mine, and it was so bad, we were like on the last on the chairs. And it was like, whoosh, the wind was, it was blowing sideways. I couldn't see. It was a total whiteout. And we get off and he's like, hey, because we're on the backside, we do have to kind of go around to get back to the house. And I was like, country. I and, was like, and, oh no. And I couldn't see anything. And my fear kicked in of like, what if we, what if I get stuck you're in done. something? You're yeah, done. I'm, I'm dead forever. Because you, you fall on a regular, like a uh, run, they will, 
they will be there. They'll get you. Someone's going to call. You'll be there. And also, they clear everybody before you're done. Right. They don't clear anybody in the backcountry. So you're just your own risk. Wolves. Those big signs. You're at your ski at your own risk. And those are the scariest to me because usually I'm like, when I was young, you didn't think anything of it. Now I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking die out there by myself. When you're a kid, you're like, it's never going to fucking happen. And then yeah. it happens. Yeah. It happens enough to people where you hear, it's not like the razor blade theory. There's a place in, um, I don't like to say names of places, but there's a place, in, in a well-known place. It's, you go at the backside. You go all the way to the top, and instead of skiing down here to the main town, you just go up here. You go that way to another town. Mm-hmm. And it's a one-hour run. And we were telling somebody we heard about doing it because somebody heard we were staying there. And so we were, and this guy was like, sure, yeah, I've done it. It's great. He's with his mom. He's like, you have like shovels and stuff? I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, eh, you should be okay today. And we're like, oh, just no. made it way more fun with the fear. It was so good. What do you need a shovel for to dig out in case? Yeah. Holy shit. Did anybody get, no. It was fine. But it was, it was the first third was just waist deep, untouched powder. <sighs> you go through someone else's tracks every once in a while. Oh my God. The feeling, I will say, the feeling of a snowboard on powder might be better to me than what it, what I feel like on skis. Really? For me, just Why? on a personal thing. Um, there's something about like this like center access fluidity that just feels just unfucking believable. I want to learn to snowboard. I would need a month straight to be able to give because you get like four days. Like I'm not giving up a day of amazing skiing to you learn. You need a lot. You need a yeah. You need a lot of consecutive off days to get ready to, to be like. Let me try this. Yeah, it's yeah. a pain in the ass. Learning I, skis is significantly easier for me. It was way easier. Skis was like, he's a little kid. You learn, your dad's like, go, fall down a bunch, and then you do. On a snowboard, you get a couple tailbone falls, and you're like, oh, this but is not fun, dude. That's what Simone stopped. He, he had a Phillies, uh, big, thick winter jacket, Phillies jacket, and he was learning snowboarding while me and Ren is This is the beginning trips. The, this is how this, the, the, the ski trip, I call them mini festivals, whatever, started. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would go before Denver or after Denver right. to, over to Vail. And one time, Renazisi was there the next week, and I was like, do you want to come out with me, meet me, like, stay a little longer? Yeah. I'll come a little earlier, and then we'll just meet. And we're like, sure. So Simone opened for both of us, and so he joined, too. We just got a place. That's perfect. It was awesome. That's what you need. That's all you kind of need to start those things. Yeah. So then we had three people, <laughs> and then right we started telling Wendy at Denver, we're like, can you, like, we want to do this next year? And she goes, I believe in your dream. <laughs> and she just booked us <laughs> the week before Super Bowl and the Super Bowl week. Every oh, that's fucking great. year. Yeah. That had been at least not, not as many people up there, huh? Super Bowl weekend? Maybe. I wonder. I don't know. It was always just amazing. Yeah. I mean, fail. But, yeah. God. But, like, uh, Simone said he was taking lessons, and he fell so hard that he heard people say, oh, my God, in seven languages. <laughs> Split open his jacket. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and he goes, I'm done. I'm going to Coco. But that is when you quit. That is when you quit. When you take a couple of bad falls. I kind of want to see you get on a snowboard. I have these step-ins. You'll see they're pretty impressive. Step-in bindings for a long time was like a big joke in the community. It made, Why? You know, because they were kind of like, they were shittily, shittily made. There and like- yeah, they were shittily made. And that for years, they weren't done well. Burton spent a ton of fucking R&D on developing these things called the step-on bindings. They are step-ins. They just changed the name because they didn't want to be associated with them. They cost a significant amount of money that I didn't want to spend, but they're the best product I've ever purchased. By the way, that's what black people should do because, you know, all the racists, you just call yourself non-white. Bingo. The racists will be You heard it here first, (laughs) black guys. (laughs) Black guys. Hey, non-white guys, I just, I got you equality. Well, that's like a, you know, people can identify as whatever they want. If I was an illegal immigrant, I would identify as a white guy. I would be like, I'm not, I'm a white guy from Denver. But I'm not that. Yes, I am. Yo no estado. 
Oh, uh, Mike. Esmika. <laughs> Esmika. Uh, you have, hey, are you on the road? Can you plug some stuff real fast? I'll be, Dates? In, De- I'll be in Boston December 9th doing the Wilbur. Did you do yours yet? I do the Wilbur October 15th. Two shows. It's great. Two shows. I've never done the Wilbur. It's, it's amazing. It's going to be a big homecoming for me in terms of uh, Boston because across the street is- You're from Boston? You're from no, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. But across the street is where I tape my half hour for Comedy Central, and I'll never forget walking out and seeing- um, God Wilbur. damn it. There's a comic that we know who's playing the Wilbur that weekend, and I was like, man, one day I want to Robert Kelly, it. Bill Burr, Rogan. No, it wasn't, one of the, it wasn't one of the bigger guys. It was like someone that was on the way up. My best memory of the Wilbur is uh, Brendan Zissi asked me to open for him for his specials. One oh. of his specials. Oh, that's awesome. Took a train up there. It was great. Nerve-wracking. Because like normally I'm like, I'm allowed to fail. It's fine. But I'm like, I can't. It's not on me. It's on yep. him. I, I can't. So I can't let him down. Also, this, these are more family people. And I'm not that. So I'm like, I was just nervous. Anyway, it was fine. Crushed it. Run is easy, I mean. I did fine. He crushed. Had, had a great taping. Then after, he was like, thank you guys so much. It was like second one. His family was all there. And he goes, this is such a fucking cool thing. And how about Ari Shafir, you guys? What, you know, doing a good job. He was just like milking it and enjoying it, right? He was like, what a good friend of mine. And for us to come back, we're door guys at the comedy store. No, sneaking up behind. As soon as I'm always done, and he's mentioning me. Like, this is not in, right? So sneaking up behind him. And he goes, and what a good guy. And so they kind of see it. <laughs> and then I go behind him. And I go, oh, and his dick. <laughs> and he's like, and get out of his fucking kids and just falls. Right in the dick. Yeah, and he was like, you kicked me in the dick? I'm like, oh, no, that was my hand. Oh, no, hand, dude. But perfectly. Right on. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing cooler than when you hit, when you get the balls and the cock in one smack. Oh, yeah. So you good. Feel it. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, yeah. fucking great. Wait, were you there December 9th? The December 9th. I just, stuff just went on sale right now. Go see this, man. What is it? Arishafir.com? Arishafir.com. I got, uh, uh, with Simone, actually, I'll be in uh, Tampa and Orlando. I got Oklahoma City, San Antonio, Tacoma, and Spokane coming up. And um, Houston's sold out already. Houston's Denver fuck. next year. Houston's great. Denver next year. And then, like, and then the ski trip will be in. Comedy works? Of course. Isn't that funny? I don't know um, if I... I will, as long as that place is open, I'll never go to a theater there. I'll just, I've heard the... I'll do two straight What's weeks. the other one? The Paramount's there, right? Or that's what it is? You'll never do it. It's too good a club. Downtown only. Downtown only. Never have. I've never done the other one. We did once with Rogan, and it was like, like, isn't it amazing? Like, except the fact that we're right by an Applebee's, the, the best. No, <laughs> oh. we're right by the the best club. Oh to yeah. Do so, like, yeah. If this was Kansas City, this would be an amazing club. But we're right. We're, why don't we just do the the best? The good thing? one. Yeah, it's it's less seats. Is all they they convince you? They're like, go to the other one. That was my thing about. Molly in San Francisco. I was like, I want to do the punchline, and she was like, No, it's more seats of the Cobbs. And I was like, I know, but I want, but I like the. And she was like, No. Yeah, here's what I figured out with 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 San Francisco. Give me Thursday at punchline, and then move me over. Let me do the shows oh. at punchline because it's so great. I love them. I do love punch. Yeah, it's way better than Cobbs. Mm. Um, I'm doing the. I'm playing. Co- I'm in Cobbs next week. There, the, the next the, month. Some art center there. I love San Francisco, but I'm like. Cobbs is great. Punchline's the best. It's awesome. So it's like I'd rather play there or th- the theater. Yeah, see, I'm going to play Cobbs at the end of the, the Halloween because I do, I do, You're I add. doing Halloween weekend? Yeah. It, at, in San Francisco. Cobbs. Oh. Yeah. Why? You never done it? I always take Halloween weekend off. Why? It's a trash week. Oh, really? Yeah. In San Francisco, you think it's going to be bad? <laughs> Everywhere. Fuck. The Saturday before Halloween. Come out and prove Ari wrong. Sure. 
Absolutely. I, anyone who's going to come from this is not going to be the problem. I know the other. Well, they, well, we'll sell. Well, I'll sell enough tickets before those people even get yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah before be the smart. scumbags get come trickling Ugh. in. It's like the stand when they go like, if you're wearing red during SantaCon Day, we're not letting you in. I don't care if you're not part of it. <laughs> Any red, we're not taking the chance. You're not coming in this club. Tell me a Joe. Ho ho. Get out. Get him out. Kill him right now. <laughs> yeah. Kill him right now. Murder him. Go to AriShafir.com and see this guy on the road. He's a beautiful, um, strange, lovely human being. There's only the only issue I've ever had with him is his religion. Uh, other than that, I really do love him. I got a podcast called Ari Shavir Skeptic. It's on YouTube now. If you want to start, start with the fucking Santino episode. That's right. It was a Zoom one. It was over the beginning of COVID, but we talked about whiskey. And we got I got shit-faced. Me too. You were at your parents' house, I'm right? Like, raiding my dad's liquor yeah, cabinet. Was like, and then everything, he was like, this is good, right? I'm like, that one's really good. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. I was like, show me which one I should get. Yeah, I was like, do that one. Okay, no, put down, put down that one. So go check that out. And then also, um, uh, Yoga with Ari is... Uh, also on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Ari Shafir. I have a series coming. I'm going to do another January challenge. Um, and then I'll probably do some just regular classes on... on it's real yoga for... Degenerate, like people don't know how to do for yoga. normal human beings normal who beings. not who yeah. aren't who aren't going every day. Twenty five minute classes. That's really good. Yeah, just get you started. It's by the way, that's kind of what I usually do. I'll do fifteen to twenty minutes really? of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then I check out. Yoga with Adrian, one of my one of my best students. Who? Yo Adrian, yoga with Adrian. Uh uh. Oh yeah, she's she's really learned a lot from me, and she's really excelled. See, you should just be a fucking shaman. I don't know why you don't just pack up this comedy bullshit and do the other thing. Comedy's a waste of time. It's a waste. Who cares about these people? Ha ha ha! Who fucking cares? <laughs> Easy. If fucking Piven can do it, <laughs> anybody can do it. That's if that's not your next album. <laughs> if Piven can do it, uh, look at that camera and say one word or one phrase to end the episode. Uh, take us home, Ari Shafir. Molescum. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is 